0: Warning, this chapter of distance nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. time of the week cuz ladies and gentlemen you are now watching and and listening and experiencing distance nerding
1: part of the Comic Con Radio podcast family
2: He's our Dungeon Master, it's Shadoo. He's still smelling all the rocks being cooked, it's Hummus 5000. He's thinking about Ryan
1: Reynolds, thinking about Jared Deadpool, thinking about Ryan Reynolds, it's young Phil.
0: Uh, you're not wrong, and we're, and we're here, here to nerd, nerd, to nerd
1: together. together. Yeah. Nailed it for the 157th time. We're talking about anything, <laughs> pop culture, news, movies, food, music, wrestling, comics uh awards i guess whatever you're nerding out on we want to talk about it guys you got to follow us
0: on all the social medias all the places if it exists we're there instagram facebook twitter twitch threads youtube discord all at distance nerding and of course uh if you want to shoot us an email uh and you want to tell us everything that you love and hate about distance
1: nerding all you got to do is email us at dist i think um i think we're supposed to talk right now right no just me i I don't know i mean you know a weird void, like Philippe just walked away. I don't, right? Yeah, he's no, doing he's a show right he's now. Gone, he's just gone. Yeah, he just weird, left us up and yeah. okay, I guess we're done. Oh, yeah, all right, and snerding right. at aol.com. <laughs> right. Whoa, it's like you were in space the way you were rotating that camera, you know, like oh. when they're on the space station, things are all moving funny. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Oh,
0: so crazy! God, it looks like the entirety of myself is on the screen. I'm—I don't know how I feel about this. With this zoom out. What's happening? I can't zoom beard. out. It's a fixed camera. I do need to shave my beard. Out. I'm just—I'm just looking terrible as it is right now. Uh, oh, big shout outs to the chat right now. I see Sae Wong in there. Matt Hawkins tater uh darren chibi all you guys coming out to hang out with us i love it uh let's check instagram here we see anybody in, in the instagrams uh there's people there but not talking okay, so I mean.
1: let's let's continue here they're, just, they're chilling they're watching that's all right they're, <laughs> they're wondering why we're in space exactly. We're doing a podcast from space it, they're, they're, be, we, we are yeah. the
0: at a distance in space nerding podcast all right never mind ladies and gentlemen uh let's get into this because uh you have now stumbled upon that time of the week that that show or it's time or moonwalked if you've moonwalked onto the download <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs>
2: I still can't get over how cool that intro is, really. <laughs> I love it too, man. It's it's is is very us. It really is. It no, really great. is.
0: Uh so ladies and gentlemen, uh let's get into this now. Uh let's let's
1: talk about what we got on deck. Uh this week on deck, we've got the Geek End update. We got a special guest dropping in. I hope they're Whoa. they're going to be on soon. Oh yeah, yeah, we're going to have them on. Sweet. <laughs> He's here. Uh starting rumors? Are we getting
2: another Civil War? Another
0: Maybe. another Civil War. Another, 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 another. Another,
1: another, another Civil War.
2: Uh, The Download. Is Harry Potter crossing over with SpongeBob? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yes, it's happening. What the hell? You know what? It's, oh, it's happening. It's the
0: crossover we've all not been asking for. All right. And, of course, we end it with the breakdown.
1: We're multiversing all over the room. That it's sounded so painful. Bad. Yeah. When yeah. I wrote that. Oops. Mm. It sounded mm. so
0: much better better when i wrote it <laughs> not that good uh in hindsight uh but of course before we get into all that ladies and gentlemen I, I don't oops, first. let <laughs> me get a shout out Remix. Oh. <laughs> the button is right next to the other one. So it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. It's okay. It's all right. We're professionals. uh I'm a professional mm-hmm. at this. uh Ladies and gentlemen, this entire show, everything we do here, the channel is brought to you by Poddex. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Poddex are a unique interview question and episode starting prompt in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement and level up with Poddex.com. Guys, use the code NERDING10. Get 10% off your order. Uh, Jamez, tell everybody how much you love Poddex.
1: I love me some Poddex. We use Poddex like every interview we do. I think we use them um, for all of our panels that, we're gonna, that we did last year for the Comic-Cons, the various Comic-Cons that we did. We'll do it again for all the Comic-Cons, like Gem State's coming up. We'll use mm-hmm. it for that. I think we use them in our interview with Tim Donaldson that ended up in Spoiler Magazine. Shout out to... Tim Donaldson from Star Wars. So yeah, That's love right. me some Poddex. So one more time, guys,
0: head over to Poddex.com. Use the code NERDING10. Get 10% off your order. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! All right. So if the uh, if the channel is brought to you by Poddex, you may be wondering to yourself, what brings all the energy that young Phil has to
1: distance learning? And we've got- Dubby! W- Dubby is an <laughs> emergency brand of energy drinks. Oh. Is it still emerging? It's emerging bad, of energy great. drinks created to help, help focus, concentration, reaction time, no jitters, no crash, no maltodextrins, no sugar, no fillers, no artificial colors or dyes, and it's keto-friendly. Dubby contains Neurofactor, a nootropic derived from the coffee fruit. Coffee's a fruit. That freaks me out. Um, it's weird. Neurofactor it's the helps best of brain focus and clarity. <laughs> I know. How come I'm not eating those types of fruits? While the 100 <laughs> <laughs> milligrams of caffeine Gives you and three, all the fiber. It does make you like shit. So I mean, Three, that's not good for the read. Three no. essential B vitamins help you stay alert and energized. Find out more at W. G. Use code NERDING TEN for ten percent <laughs> off at checkout.
0: No, so so the correlation I was making there when I when I was making the, the poop joke was more that coffee makes you poop and. And uh, I, 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 I fruit, the fiber in the fruit makes you poop. So mm. coffee is a fruit and it makes you, okay, that, bad joke. W, w is <laughs> so happy right now. <laughs> so ladies oh. and gentlemen, to find out more about W, W.GG, use the code Nerding10, get 10% off your order. Uh, let's get right into it here, guys. It's time for the Geek End Update. <laughs>
1: distance nerding is on comic con radio listen to distance nerding and our second show a comic conversation via comic con radio.com look for the distance Nerding podcast even this episode and in a new comic conversation each week on comic con dash radio.com slash podcast we're popping that in the chat because i can multitask the uh and the shout last out time i was to, to
2: do something like this it was chaos so
1: you know <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> should you stay away from links <laughs> links, are <bad. laughs> links are bad for you <laughs> uh, but shout out to um comics podcast shout out to um mostly pot out at night podcast that are also on comic-con radio shout out to a geek saga i don't know if you guys tuned into their show this week but they had a special guest brian volk Volkwise, yes uh Volkweis. from
0: the Nasil company
1: from oh my Nassil god so he's the guy cool. who
0: runs Nasil company uh now, if you're excited about that and and it was a great interview uh uh just keep in mind he is gonna also be on our show uh next month so uh you know keep your your, keep your ears tuned uh for for brian Volkweiss coming soon to a distance nerding near you
1: heck mm-hmm. yeah Woo. heck yeah all right
0: but we got a special guest don't we huh oh, we got one more we thing we to gotta eat. do before we bring the guest man <laughs> what's that we got one more thing oh no second oh, already oh. Happened. oh. okay so we do have a guest <laughs> Yeah. Spoilers, we have a guest. Spoilers, yeah, I know. Uh no, so ladies and gentlemen, uh we are going to do something uh, we haven't done in a little while here. We're going to do a comic book showcase uh tonight. They uh, say special news report from the field. We have uh a uh a reporter out in the field right now uh trying to get him in here. Uh ladies and gentlemen from the field, I am calling in here uh Mr. David Kiros uh from from uh the Night of the Chihuahuas comic uh, uh, series, uh, David. David, are you are you there? Can you can you hear us?
4: Yes, I can hear cool. you. i currently. I I had sup. So I had some of those uh, supplements. I'm about to poop, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> damn it young <laughs> phil God.
0: yes
2: gubbies
4: they go through you so
0: now <laughs> they go right through you uh
1: new slogan <laughs> gubbies, they go
0: right through you. so ladies and gentlemen uh please welcome to the show it is david kiros jr the writer of night of the chihuahuas uh now we uh we we at this point we've gone back with david uh uh we, we've been supporting the book since uh well, since we first found out about it but i mean uh that's essentially at the beginning i think you guys only had one book out at the time when uh when we when we uh first linked up with you and now we're uh getting ready to talk about book 5 here. Um mm. David t- tell us uh tell us about uh your your launch now with uh, with Kickstarter.
4: Yeah, man. So we launched this morning uh issue number 5 which is going to wrap up the first series. It's uh you know anybody that cre- anybody that creates anything knows like sometimes it's the industry being what it is and just uh everything happening and being independent. Uh sometimes you never make it to the end and so the fact that we got to the end and that we're uh, have as many reached as many people as we have and have as many fans as we do is just it's incredibly awe inspiring and humbling and you know it's with some sadness that we posted to Kickstarter for issue 5 because it means that this ju- this section of the journey is over but there's still going to be more, more in the Chihuahua verse to come later but for right now issue 5 will resolve that initial storyline and uh, the Kickstarter is live and it's kicking ass and we're uh, blown away by the support that we have and just you know kind of like what you talked about man we've linked up a long time ago when uh, I think it was the LA comic-con right and yeah the first time and then just getting to see like how we've continued to uh move on like move up like this and uh just being able to uh, have your support is means a lot so thanks for having me on I really appreciate
0: it absolutely yeah. man we we wanted to find a way to get you in here and we were like we're just gonna gonna bring back an old segment we haven't done in a while it's yeah. like the perfect uh way to bring that segment back man uh so I mean really just uh just for those uh and any new listeners any new uh, uh people who are watching on, on YouTube and Twitch and on uh, Instagram now. Uh, f- for, for those who may not be familiar with Night of the Chihuahuas, give them kind of like a brief uh, synopsis into the story. Kind of like, what's what's the sales pitch, man? Why why do people, I, I know why, I've read all of them, but I mean, like, <laughs> why, what, what's the reason why everybody would want to come into the show, uh, come into to, to read the book?
4: Yeah, it's basically just about a, a bunch of chihuahuas in the small town in Arizona that got their hands on the serum, their claws on the serum that gives them strength to back up their attitude. And now they're doing all the things that they think they can do so instead of just fighting ankles they're ripping people's legs off and causing all kinds of havoc and it's all told <laughs> in like a very campy tongue-in-cheek manner because i grew up watching cheesy monster movies and so this is like my love letter to all those monster movies i grew up watching just with chihuahuas instead of zombies or vampires or anything like that so it's oh, a lot well, of fun and you know, you know we don't take it too work. seriously but we have we have a good time
0: right and this was originally yeah. a movie script it started off as a movie script
4: correct yeah it started off as a movie script uh once we realized that we didn't have the funding or resources or anything to pull off this you know very very, very big screenplay. A uh, very big project. Uh, we realized that uh, being a fan of comic books, like I was, you know, I'd always wanted to write comic books. And then I had this this idea, and everybody kept telling me, like, you know, you've got to figure out a way to make this because everybody loves the concept of killer chihuahuas, and we could put on page what we couldn't put on the screen. And so, uh, just kind of a natural evolution of it. Amazing. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and the reception's been great. Like, we see, we follow you on Instagram, but you're at like every con you can <laughs> you could get to. Like, it seems like every weekend you're at a different con.
4: On. Yeah, man, we're trying. Well, because, you know, it's all we're independent and it's all word of mouth. Like we've never put money into like a mark. We don't we've never had like anybody come out here and do the work for us because we've done all the work ourselves. And, uh, you know, we are out there pounding the pavement, uh, you know, pushing comics uh, as much as we can. And trying to. I always tell people, you know, we're out there spreading the gospel of the killer chihuahuas. And the reception <laughs> has been just awesome. man. it's like this year we went to Motor City, which is our first comic show in the Midwest. So it was like a whole new audience and just killed it out there. Uh, met so many really cool people. And, you know, L.A. Of course, like like we always do, we're gonna do El Paso this year, which is our first one in Texas. And so uh there's just it's growing and it's all growing organically, just based on like you know, how far can our car take us or what's the cheap the plane tickets we could afford? Like that's as far as we're getting, but we're gonna keep branching out and growing because uh the reception has just been awesome. So
1: that's awesome. Thank you. You know, I had a question. So I know you go to comic cons. Do you also go to horror cons? What what has been like the uh reception between the two?
4: Yeah, the horror cons. We do some uh we did mad mad monster this year in Phoenix uh we had a good turnout there the there's a lot of overlap between so it's like when we do Phoenix fan fusion then we did Phoenix mad monster we see a lot of you know a lot of people are like oh hey you guys are here and so it's cool um i think we do a little bit better at comic cons just because the campiness of our subject horror conventions tend to be a little bit more uh in my experience anyway you know they want more of like the serious like the you know even though i think they're cheesy but they want the the straight laced horror films kind of thing and so uh mm-hmm. we get we mm-hmm. still get fans but we don't get like as many as we do at a fan fest mm-hmm. or count on. Uh, we are going to be at Day of the Dead in Phoenix, Mad Monster in Phoenix, and uh, there's re- we're working on a couple other ones, but those are the only ones we have confirmed so far. So right. you're
1: based in Phoenix? I got it.
4: Yeah. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just like to visit Very there great. a lot, you know. <laughs> right. <That's laughs> cool. like, yeah. You know, no, the story cool.
0: takes place in Phoenix, and we just like hanging out in Phoenix, you know. It's
4: just... Yeah, it's like you know, but 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 no, I'm I lived all over the place, but I'm from born and raised here, and. Uh, I keep coming back, so I figure at this point I might as well just stop fighting it, but you know, nice. you catch me in July, and I'm like, nope, I'm out of here. I cannot wait to <laughs> get out of
1: here. <laughs> I'll be out there in a couple months for a, a tournament thing, and I'm going to have to come check it out, maybe get some books signed because yeah. Young Phil does not share the books with the rest of us. He has oh, a nice hell? display at home, but <laughs> the rest of us... And by the way, i got to say, I love all the uh, variant covers that, oh, that you me. guys do, like the Jaws one and, and whatnot. I love them, they look so cool i love the, the the connection to other kind of pop culture stuff that we see so yeah
4: those homages are a lot of fun they're uh, they, and you know and that's a good way to get people's attention as people walk by mm-hmm. um it's just you know that's what gets people's attention and they come over and they talk to us and then usually we can get some uh, interaction going with them after that so mm-hmm.
1: right and we have an up and up and coming artist in the in the chat right now shout out to eric ruiz All i don't right. know if you know him i don't What's know up, him, but you know you should try like, a couple books you know maybe give him a
4: shot mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean
0: he's he's a pretty good artist, man. You might uh you might wanna consider having him draw a book for you.
4: Yes. I would I would I would endorse <laughs> him. He comes with the David Kidos uh seal of approval. So Ooh. whatever that's
1: worth. About. Real quick,
0: shout out to Eric <laughs> because
1: he's the one that hooked us up, right? Yeah. Because we met Eric, I think, at Capitola Con. We met him at Capitola Con. And uh and then he hooked up with you. And next thing you know, we're we're hooking up with you and you're all over the place and it's been great. That's awesome. Well, hey well. man, if
4: you're gonna be in Phoenix, hit me up, uh hit me up on Instagram or anything like that. Uh, I will definitely buy you a beer. So yes, we good do. Have- James beer. likes his beer. Don't have much in Phoenix, but we do have good beer. So
1: I like that, and I will drink Young Phil's beer too. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <that. laughs> So let's jump back. The Kickstarter. So this is for uh, Book Five. It's wrapping wrapping up the um, what do we call it? This phase. It's the we arc. Have Yeah, I mean
4: the, that the first storyline, the first story arc. And when did the the Kickstarter start? 8 a.m. Mountain Time this morning. Wow. Ooh. 8 a.m. And the response has been amazing.
1: It looks like, from what I can tell on Instagram, it's, you guys are hot.
4: Yes, yes. It was like I said. I mean, blown away. I'm blown, I, honestly, blown away. I've been. Uh, I've had projects that uh, bailed. That didn't reach their mark that you know i've had some that got really close i've had some that never even got started because we fell apart before we could even start a kickstarter so the fact that like to see the reaction that we're getting from this and in just a few hours the responses and it's it's really really amazing so i you know thank you guys for having our back very early on and helping us get to this point point.
0: Yeah, and it's well deserved man i mean you guys you guys put out a quality book i mean obviously with the writing that you have and then the uh, the artwork between um between eric and uh, the 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 artists that you guys started off with and everything like that, you guys, you guys had going on. It's it's been a great book. I mean, like it's been entertaining I mean, as hell. Remember, I remember reading the first book and being just being like, I, I need more of this. I, I need <laughs> this is Resident Evil with Chihuahuas. I need this.
4: Yeah. <laughs> That is so badass. And I think, like, Eric's artwork is just amazing, especially for this finale because there's some there's some parts that are, like, you know, like I said, they're a little over the top and just fun. And the way that he can just bring that on the page and just pour it out and make it so awesome. And, like, uh, you know, I don't want to say, like, in your face, like, that's a bad thing because it's not. It's just a great thing. But the little details that he captures is just awesome. I, I've really, really loved working with him. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was it was with some sadness that we wrap up this series. But at the same point, there's, there's more to come more more of the chihuahua verse to explore so
1: chihuahua verse that's great <laughs> <Chihuahua-verse>. <laughs> that's that's amazing so tell us about the the kickstarter so um is is it it's funded right but there's, there's it, different levels that you can still buy into right
4: correct we're in stre- we're in stretch goal territory now and we have fortunately we have some amazing stretch goals still to come the black white and blood covers and prints that we have coming are uh some of the best that i think we we have created yet um but but the, we reached our funding goal in like two hours and that,
1: is insane. that yeah,
4: that's I, so it's funny. Cause like my son had a dentist appointment this morning. So I had to take him to the dentist appointment, drop him off at school, go to work. <laughs> so I got the alert. I got the email alert that said your project is ready. And then by the time I got to work, it was like your project funded. And I was like, I look and I was like, is what?
0: That's a glitch. No it way. has to be a glitch, right? Like that's, that's probably what's going through your head is like, there's no possible way it's already funded. And then you look exactly. at it. And it's like, it's
4: funded. What the shit? Yeah. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, this has gotta be a joke. Like somebody has got Well, like, one of my friends has got to have like bought the biggest package and then he's gonna like back out and laugh at me or something but no it was all organic all just you know we've we've been really hitting this thing like you know trying to spread the word and so uh, it was nice to see that that paid off successfully but yeah it's it's pretty cool
1: <laughs> that is awesome congratulations so can you tell us about the different tiers that are still yeah. available yes
4: yeah, so we have a, a lot of merch tiers this time out so we, we do our typical like you know okay, we start cool. below. if you've only got like a couple because I gee, god knows i know how that goes man if you don't have like tons of money to go throwing around you know we have like hey here's for you know get a printed copy of issue five if you can't afford that you can get a print or a digital copy of issue five even ma- emailed to you mm. you know and then if you have the money and you want to like uh, go a little bit crazier we have bundles that have like a uh, vinyl killer chihuahua that we've started printing out Ooh, and so oh, it's not painted yeah. it's glow in the dark but it's the fifi cover from issue number two and it's you know got the the jaws that open the tail and the teeth and all the details are awesome and it glows in the dark and it comes <laughs> with the t-shirt and with the comic book and that I think the reception that we've had to the t-shirts at the conventions like we sell out pretty much every show that we go to now of the t-shirts and so if you've been wanting to get your hands on one can you take some of our
1: can you, you take some of our t-shirts to yeah. the conventions cuz that'd be nice to sell out of <laughs> some <Right>. our t-shirts <laughs>
4: We owe we owe you guys. If you guys can, if you guys want to uh, come by the come by the booth and drop them off, I will wear them. Bring me a, like one with a deep V. I will have there that. you go. <laughs> I yes. like that. We need Chihuahua the deepest of V's. Like it has to be
0: Heck all the yeah. way down to the like navel, like the belly button. <laughs> I'm looking right, at I have the, the
2: I have the lightning bolt here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, like, no, the
0: V is a lightning bolt down yeah. to his
2: belly button.
4: <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I'd wear that.
0: Oh man, I? I need to tell Eugene to make that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that these bundles have like little add-ons as well. So it's like, maybe I can afford a $50 one, but like, maybe I can, you know, add one and add a couple of digital issues. That's really cool. I dig that. Yeah.
4: And also too, if you, if you haven't gotten on board yet, if this is your first time seeing us, uh, you know, we have options that you can buy all of the previous issues uh, through our Kickstarter now. So we have bundles that have issues one through five uh, as well, which is a nice way to, you know, if the word reached you late and you, you just got here, then, you know, that's a great way to get caught up.
1: Nice. And again, it's, so
4: it's cool. well
1: worth getting because the book is amazing.
4: <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: I you know, like I kind of want one of those glow in the dark beefies.
4: <laughs> they're just badass and they're necessary. really high quality really too. Cool. Like, they're very we had a kid run up to our table, grab it, and smash it, and it didn't even <gasps> didn't even break. Like you know, this oh, kid okay. wow. and it just blew my mind. because they... and then the mom's like looking at me like I'm the a-hole because I told the daughter, like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but that, but it withstood it withstood that like bash, bash. So so It's pretty high quality. I think that's dope. So,
1: how long does the Kickstarter last? I haven't. I've never. Does it end oh, um, like in a week or something? Or
4: no, it's a it's a month. It's a thirty day Kickstarter. So oh, 30 days. Wow, yes. So we got twenty nine days. So if you're waiting on, you know, you you're waiting on your next paycheck, or you know, you're not quite sure if you can do it now, and you want to come back to it, you can definitely uh, bookmark us, save us. Uh, in the meantime, it doesn't cost anything to tell friends to share it, to like it, to you know, uh, help us spread the word. Because like I said, everything that we do is through word of mouth. It's just through friends telling friends and handing the copies out and somebody else saying down the road, like, Oh my God, I got to track this down and coming back and buying copies. So, you know, if, if you're seeing this and you love it, but you're not in a situation where you can financially back us, uh, you know, telling other people about it is totally awesome. And we would really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Uh, looks awesome, like
0: we're going to be sharing something tonight. <laughs> yeah, thank you. yeah, of course, man.
4: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I saw Eric posted the chat too, that he is doing some, uh, t-shirts as well. So definitely uh hit, him up and also I believe he is taking on if uh, anybody has something that they would like printed whether it be on a Stanley Cup or you know uh, t-shirt printed or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, he's a good guy to hit up for stuff like that as well. I, 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 gotta,
0: awesome. I, I gotta wonder if Eric is making a Chihuahua Rilla. Chihuahua. I
4: mean if not <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask why not right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: or or at least have have like a uh, have like a Lucha Rilla uh, of like Caesar Caesar Milan Mm-hmm. Right.
4: Go, Any so, time, anytime, the other wrestler gets too close. Yeah,
0: so like the dog whisperilla, and and right next to him is Fifi, <laughs> Chihuahua Rilla. No, that's what oh, I'm saying. The, the dog awesome. whisperilla, and right yeah. next to the dog whisperilla is, is is Fifi. I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> he would sell itself man i know right
0: i mean he already has the distance nerder as a crossover right so it's like yeah, i mean it makes sense to do a uh night of the chihuahuas and a
1: uh and a lucha crossover hell yeah <laughs> hey can i ask a, a kind of behind the scenes kind of behind you know inside baseball question what is like the distribution like for an indie comic like this do you go through like any kind of outlet or is it all printed no, and... uh in
4: 2024 i of the goals that we have is to get listed in diamond which is the big catalog Mm. that every mm -hmm. comic store gets you know um that's our goal is to get listed which we have a much better shot now that we've completed uh five successful issues because usually when you're first starting off unless you're an established name they're very hesitant to take anybody um so that's a goal but for right now it's literally just like hey i'm on vacation with my wife and even though she's yelling at me about doing this i'm gonna i bring copies with me and if i pass the comic book store or i usually scout ahead of time and see what comic book stores there are walk in introduce myself see if they'll be interested in picking up a book. Um, And then it's like, you know, calling them up a month later. Hey, did you sell out? That's awesome. Do you want some more? Um, It's it's a lot of like old school cold calling comic stores, uh, Mm -hmm. walking in with copies to sell them and having, you know, luckily we do get ones that contact us because a customer came in and read like the first two issues and they want them to pick up the rest of the issues and stuff like that. So uh, we do get some of them that contact us, but it's a lot of, you know, old school salesmanship. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Boots on the ground, guerrilla marketing type thing. Yep. That's
4: awesome. yep. well, the marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting, but when you love what you when you have a project that you really love that you really believe in that you think people should read, you know, it take it makes it a little bit easier. It's still still not easy, but it's not as difficult as if it's something that you're, you know, just doing for because you're making a buck off of it or because, you know, you're doing it for somebody else. But when it's something that you really believe in, it it takes it makes a lot easier.
1: That's great. That's right. Can you give us um I don't want to spoil anything, but like maybe a tease leading up to book five because book five is the ending. Is So is there like, you know, what are we uh, ramping up to?
4: Yeah. So uh, it's the climactic action packed blood soaked finale because it's basically the Chihuahuas have trapped everybody (laughs) inside of the survivors have all been trapped inside of a house by the Chihuahuas. Uh, There's an army of them outside trying to get in. And meanwhile, inside all these divisions that have been formulating over the course of the first four issues, they're all coming to a head. So alliances that have been made uh, Stabbing that has been happening so rather than having a unified force fighting the chihuahuas it's these survivors turning on each other as the chihuahuas spoiler alert get inside you know they're not gonna hold them out forever and then once the chihuahuas get inside all hell breaks loose and we have uh the bloodiest kills to date in uh what's already been a pretty bloody series so uh oh my one, God. <laughs> one character's fate in particular was like my favorite in the entire series so i can't wait for everybody to read it and uh you know let me know let me know what you think because it's it's big and big and all the things that you know we talked about about earlier how this was a started off as like a film screenplay and it's like this finale there's no way we could have done without like a six figure seven figure budget so to be able to do it on the page like and see it come to life through eric's artwork was just awesome
1: that's
0: incredible that's that is so cool Love this so much man uh I'm, I'm i'm excited to read it man i, I like i said I've, I've been invested so far uh so i i have to read the ending of this uh oh and <laughs> uh eric in the chat saying uh i enjoyed drawing willem uh, willem de Johnny it's you'll know you'll know it when you see it it's <laughs>
1: With the gap in the teeth and everything, oh god, <laughs>
4: it's awesome. <laughs> uh,
0: so, David, before we uh, before we let you go here, man, what? Um, go ahead and give us uh, uh, some more, uh, some some pluggables and uh, kind of a- any shows that you have upcoming. Or one more time, give them the Kickstarter. You know, any any uh, anywhere where they can find you and uh, where we can go and and find out more about uh, Night of the Chihuahuas in general.
4: Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, I've man, I, we got the Kickstarter going until the end of the month. Uh, well, I think technically thirty days, so it's like. Through Mm -hmm. the first week of February. And then after that, we will be at the next big Comic Con that we have coming up is Tempe Fan Fusion here in Arizona. And then we'll be at El Paso Comic Con. Uh, we'll be at the Arizona Comic and Arts Festival. And beyond that, we are working on a couple of other ones, but those are the ones that we have locked down. And then I've got a couple more projects that I can't talk too much about, unfortunately, just yet. But uh one of them that I think the cover's been blown is I did a story for the upcoming Tremors anthology, which really so yeah. the old, you know, one of those movies that, you know, it's a cheesy monster movie from uh, my youth that I grew up just idolizing and rewatched over and over and over again. And then to be able to do a comic That's for awesome. that was really cool. So, and then uh, the Octopus comics, the Gabe's, uh, the Gabe's cave anthology. I'm still doing some, we have some more issues of that coming out. And I, I wrote an independent horror film that is supposedly coming out, but like, I don't believe it because we did it like three years ago and I haven't heard anything since. So <laughs> we'll see. If like it you wrote
1: it out. and somebody else shot it yeah, really wow, yeah.
4: so it's like uh, it's basically like the office meets um, trying to think because it's about a zombie deer that's attacking a hapless sales team who's on a team building hunting expedition and they all <laughs> get picked off by the zombie deer. So, very comedic, you know. I guess I'm kind of typecasting myself as like the killer monster or the killer animal guy, but you know, we had a really <laughs> good time. The script, I i thought the script was pretty cool. What they did with it, we'll see, but uh, I don't know, I'm kind of curious to find out.
1: <laughs> that's
4: awesome,
1: yeah. Let us know, come back Thanks. and let us know what happens with that because that's pretty cool that's pretty cool. sure
4: maybe we could do a uh, live stream where we just watch it and just you know just say like ah what are they doing with this movie
0: <laughs> god i w- i would i would love to do that man uh i was i was gonna try and like promote uh you know the uh our lord and savior cthulhu but i don't know where that's <laughs> like ah that's all right there's- i'll <laughs> I can send you another one there's, there's that- a cthulhu no, 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 right it's- in your house it's 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 in right. here i just put it down there. i'm
4: trying to figure out what the camera ad it's like up oh, that way nope nope that uh, right there. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, there you yeah.
0: go. I talked about it the day <laughs> after uh LA Comic Con when we got back and I showed it on the stream, but um I was showing everybody uh, uh so so David gave me a uh a book that kind of like a pamphlet, but like uh this, oh, actually, you talk, I'll be right back. This project that he did uh before Night of the Chihuahuas, it's a uh it's almost like a there right there. It, it's almost like a uh um, like a communist yeah. propaganda, but also like do you oh, know yeah. Yeah. about the lord C- cthulhu uh and i was like i'm gonna start walking around cons with this thing so ah, like, have you heard about cool. our lord yeah, and savior cthulhu, <laughs> like, Is the good news about cthulhu? just uh yes. just just dress as deadpool as a mormon but walking around with the cthulhu pamphlet <laughs> yes.
4: i can you know i would honestly would man do. if you would record yourself doing that i'll send you like 20 of these so you can actually hand them out there you go oh
0: man that would be great uh it's 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 in here just my my office is a mess right now (laughs) Uh, no worries um but yeah real quick
1: real quick we know we can get um issue five via uh the kickstarter to get it produced and and that the other four issues is there a way to get them right now i know we can get them as a bundle
4: right I'm dropping it in the uh, chat right now, and then that way you guys can post that. Oh, did I spell that right? Hold on one sec. <laughs> yeah, it, looks, it Looks like I spelled that right. Yeah. So if you go to our website, night of the uh, you can order them directly from there. Oh, okay. awesome. perfect. And if you go into a comic book store and they don't carry us, let them know that we're available, and then that way uh, we can hit them up too. Awesome. Nice.
1: Thank you so much. That and again, congratulations. Seriously, I can't yeah. Happy like, with this.
4: Thank you so much, man. I Amazing. really appreciate it. You know, and once again, thanks to everybody. Uh, thanks to you guys for uh, being there for us from the get-go and, you know, always uh, supporting us. You know, it's been awesome to uh, continue this friendship and uh, we look forward to collaborating more uh, going forward yeah. as well. Awesome. absolutely. I can't wait man. for
1: the other merch you got coming.
4: <laughs> yeah. You always have such fun cool. ideas. Uh, thank you. Cool,
1: cool.
0: Well, yeah, David, thank you for coming on, man. We, oh, yeah, are, we appreciate so your time here today. uh Heck yeah, man. And uh, we can't wait for the next one, man, for, for the next project. I yeah,
4: appreciate it very much, guys. Thanks, Liam, for having me on. Take care.
0: Absolutely. Sure. We'll see you soon, man. All right, later. That's awesome. Hardy. That's awesome. No, no, no. I'm uh, I'm 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 very excited, man. I'm 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 always excited to talk to David to begin with, but I mean, just just I love this book. I really do.
1: And it's cool watching somebody like do their dream and get so passionate and get so invested in it, and it's working for them. You know, whether it's the biggest yeah. thing in the world or you know, it makes its money back or whatever it is, he loves what it what he's doing, and you can tell like he it's such matter, a passion. Record. Yeah, yeah. So cool. So cool. It's awesome. Super awesome. Great so uh
0: so we uh we should probably move on for the, the rest of the show here oh we got a show oh. Oh, let's do right, a show, a show right J- James uh. is so used to doing like one interview and like, that's the entire entire thing where he's like hold on we're doing this in the mid show like yeah we're doing it mid show
1: uh, I'm done for the day but I'm gonna <laughs> clock
0: out <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen it is now time to start some rumors
1: Woo. Ah, oh, uh, oh, no, no. Oh. I don't
3: know
0: again that don but I'm not mad if tonight it goes true. Oh, let's start some rumors. I wanna start some rumors with you. With you. With you. I wanna start some rumors with you. All right. what well, we got uh what well, we got in the uh
1: in, in the docket here today, man. Is the Walking Dead strolling into the MCU? That's huh?
0: exactly what's happening.
1: They're strolling. Walking Dead strolling, get it. <laughs> it was recently reported that Euphoria and fear the Walking Dead star Coleman Domingo is rumored to be replacing Jonathan Majors as Kang in the MCU. I think we kind of mentioned it earlier. Like was that the last episode? Might have been the last yeah, episode. We were talking about like last right week. as it was kind of getting out there. Right. Um like right as but there's broke. been there's been some positive response to Domingo possibly taking the role of Kang, but it's still just a rumor. Marvel hasn't confirmed anything, but I guess you know like when they leak rumors out there and they kind of test the waters. Yeah. See what people are saying on social media. People are like, yeah, l- let's do it. I like this guy. So and actually I really like him on um Fear the Walking Dead. He was an interesting uh character. Good and bad. So it's like he can play both. So
2: cool. Uh-huh. I have never heard of him. So <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a, a great he's a actor. actor. He's a really good actor. Great man mm-hmm. uh, so
1: awesome. tacos are on the table are we getting more Kang but with Coleman Domingo my tacos
0: mm. are gonna go on the table for this and it's mainly because I I, I don't see them with, with all of the story that they have and all the planning that they've had around Kang the Conqueror I don't see them dropping it right now just because the entire roadmap is based around this mm-hmm. uh, I feel like with even with all of the negative reception that this phase has been getting uh, I think Everything is going to culminate and everything is going to be elevated once the uh, by the time we get to the Avengers movies. Um, I think that it's one of those things where it's like Thor the Dark World, right? Like where everybody mm-hmm. hated on Thor, and then when they put context to Thor the Dark World in the uh, in the Infinity movies, uh, mm-hmm. everybody went back and was like, Oh, I like these movies. So I I, I think it's going to be Along the same lines as that Where there's going to be a lot of contextual Stuff that's not there right Now but when we get it later It's going to make everything make more sense And people are going to enjoy everything that much more Yeah Yeah,
1: I I could that's a glass Half full I don't know how they're going to do that with Mania, but I think uh, I I think it'll happen
2: I could see that King that Kang being more integral Than we think yeah 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 exactly Shudu what Um, do you think tacos where your Tacos my terrible Terribly tentative TVA tacos are on the table.
1: (laughs)
0: Terribly tentative TVA tacos. I love the alliteration. I love the alliteration. (laughs) It's... It's very um, uh,
2: it's it's very heartwarming. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I agree. I don't know at this point. I really hope they continue Kang, but I don't know if they're going to. I feel like it, it might just be too like connected with Jonathan Majors at this point. But I don't know. So I I really hope they do. So, I'd like to see them continue
1: Kang because that was the plan, right? You know, exactly. I, I don't want them to shift just to shift because
2: of right. Because then you're just you just throw know? away everything that yeah. you know, Loki has been setting up and that. You know, uh, you mentioned Twanamania setup and all of that. And so yeah. it's it's like if after Avengers, they just were like, uh, no, it's not Thanos anymore. It's, you know, this person, it's Loki right. or whatever. Right, 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 right. So,
0: And I mean, cool. if you get the right actor, like Coleman Domingo is, is, is a good person to take up the mantle on this. Like if you get mm-hmm. the right actor, it's almost as if Kang never left to begin with. Or like, no, we never lost uh, right. Jonathan Major. He can kind of
2: just like you know slip in right. where Majors left off. It's, yeah.
0: Especially with the multiverse. Like the multiverse is the only way that you can really explain that. Yeah. You know, right. you can you can have another actor come in. They've already kind of made the point that you can have other actors play the same
2: character. Right, because you have Loki and Sylvie, and you have, right. you know, the different variants of yeah. Right. Oh, and we'll I, probably have a different Weed Richards variant too, is not uh Don so. so
1: are we all kind of weirdly freaking out? that Jonathan Majors is is fired you know it's like they've kind of set the precedent like what you're saying like how many Lokis have we seen that aren't even you know Tom Hiddleston we've seen a
0: lot we've seen a couple of different Lokis that are not Tom Hiddleston and that's why it's like that's why I feel like it works where you can have somebody come in and play I I mean aside that I, I think the only thing that doesn't work but you can still make it work is that we've already seen Jonathan Majors play like four different well play four different variants on screen but he also played like, you know, like at once, well, there was the he whole, played like the seven, council the, the of council kings. of Kings, yeah. you know, and now you're going to have somebody else go and play those versions of, of
2: the Kings. Yeah. But I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I feel like you can, you can retcon these things. Yeah.
1: We had three different Spider-Men in one live action movie. Right. So, right. Right.
0: right. Which, and was supposedly we're going to be getting that again in secret war. So it's like, I, that, that's the only reason I feel like it works. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just more, I'm just more iffy on, uh, on, on, kind of, is the performance going to be the same? You know what I mean, like the, this Jonathan. That's just terribly
2: tentative. Yeah, because <laughs>
0: jo- Jonathan Major's uh, performance
2: was was insane. It, it was just, oh, it's chilling. It, it went from chilling to sympathetic, back to chilling. Yeah, and it was just. But then, just like the uh,
0: different ways that you have Jonathan Major's playing that character. You know, you have in Quantum Mania, you have a very, very ruthless, scary version of that character, and then you have uh, a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for he is calculative in right. uh, He Who Remains and then you have a very kind of like bumbling in the way that he played Victor Timely and then right. you have when you see the Council of Kings like they're all imposing so I mean that's kind of just what I'm I, I'm not to say that Coleman Domingo can't do the same thing but just you know it needs to be that same level of intensity that Jonathan Majors was able to bring to the role. I'm
1: right. all for Coleman Domingo because you guys need to put some. Respect on The Walking Dead. You no, know I'm saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, who's got Alex? the next one? You know, you know what uh, it
0: seems like. It really seems like John spider's uh, spidey sense is tingling. Yeah, you know,
2: is is your spidey sense tingling though?
4: Mine so, is. Tingling my, because... Mine's
0: definitely tingling. You know, his tingling. So, <laughs> one of the most highly anticipated sequels in Marvel's upcoming slate is Spider-Man Four, a movie with no director, writer or even a star as of yet yet spider-man 4's story arc is being described as a street level civil war so oh. so james you want to you want to introduce this uh, synopsis we have here
1: i mean we do have a <laughs> starting spoilers opsis i can feel your peter tingle tingling just a rumor synopsis
0: starting spoilers opsis i can feel your
1: peter tingle tingling
0: just a rumor synopsis, synopsis. <laughs> Oh, that is just
1: bringing it back to old school Jamez. I love it. That is just that is, that is just, that I, I is just in, superior writing right there. I worked in, I can feel your Peter tingling. Oh. Don't say oh. it that way. Just don't say it that way. No, no, no. no, <laughs> not bad. Bad.
0: We're, not, we're not calling it that. It's not a pink Peter tingle. <laughs>
1: okay, the film will, will reportedly pick up shortly after the events of Disney Plus series Daredevil Born Again with a triumphant Mayor Fisk outlawing oh, no street level vigilantes mm, that uh, that will bring spider-man and daredevil together presumably to take down wilson fisk once and for all Talk was on the table are we getting a civil war in the streets oh damn it Di- disney
0: disney they just they just spoiled daredevil yeah. in a synopsis synopsis, <laughs> synopsis oh man no they 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 totally just spoiled what's gonna happen in born again like okay so we were you guys supposed to tell us that wilson fisk becomes the mayor i mean it's a comic it's a comic storyline
1: don't worry about it come on
0: yeah but i mean like you're you're giving us the storyline that's gonna happen so like i i I hope so much more happens in that series
2: right me too well you know we still need it's it's something that i've um thought about for a while it's like you know we know the heroes are going to win eventually but it's how how they get there yeah that's the interesting part so i think it's more okay so we know he's gonna be the mayor great how does he get there
0: yeah 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 i mean that's how i feel about spoilers in general is like i don't care about spoilers because i want to see the story that leads up to the spoiler right right exactly but i mean just for everyone else out there like uh, did, did, did you guys just drop a spoiler for what's gonna happen <laughs> Disney's usually better about that um, So I mean with that being said I mean my, my tacos are on the table I, I 100% believe that they're gonna go That route because it is a chance They, I, I think they're capitalizing On what happened in the last movie That they know that they can do team ups With Spider-Man and the fans are gonna love it So how mm-hmm. do you take that up to the next level Right let's get street level Characters that we've been introducing You can do Spider-Man, Daredevil You could even bring in Hawkeye um, Technically you can bring in De- uh, Deadpool Because Deadpool was on that same level too uh and and get that almost PG version of Deadpool interacting with spider man that everybody wants right now right it's 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 one of those things where we we definitely can get a lot of those interactions in the characters that we've been wanting in this in the show that we haven't gotten for, for for spider-man in general like you know we've gotten like the big Avengers level stuff but we haven't gotten any of like the street level stuff in him I mean it's gonna be fun to see him and Daredevil together again there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh Hawkeye tends to team up with them at that level uh moon knight but I, I don't see them bringing moon knight back just just for this um you know I'm, I'm just trying to think of like street level characters that um that would interact with spider-man at that level you know
2: right right
1: kamala i wonder if i get we're gonna Ooh, get kamala khan
0: would be a good one too yeah no, no that's a that's great
2: um hmm.
1: street level you know uh character yet her powers are cosmic but whatever right. you know <laughs>
2: It works. It works. Um, My uh, legally blind, uh, yet still formidable uh, tacos. Yeah, I'm going to say they're on the table. Remember, he's not just legally blind. He's clinically
0: blind. Like, he is blind. blind. My
2: clinically blind, but still (laughs) tenacious and terrifying are on the table. Your
1: night of the taco is... uh... (laughs) Yes, my
2: my night of the very small but but uh, attitude-filled taco is on (laughs) the... Dig it. Yeah.
1: I th- my tacos are on the table too. I think what they've been missing with a lot of this latest phase movies and shows is the team-up aspect. Whereas like in What If? We got all kinds of crazy team-ups and it, and it was fun. Right. So I think they're going to get back to that. Like, hey, let's let's bring this around. Let's get a group going again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I, don't know. I I think they need to. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of part of the whole appeal too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's oh, got wow. the next one? Um, So it is Chimichanga Booma time. Chimichanga time. Wait a <laughs> minute. Wait a, Wait a minute. It's Let's Jimmy Chimmy. Let's
0: Chimmy the fucking chongas. I feel
2: just like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Shimmy <Assuming> those chongas. <laughs> a possible no. synopsis has surfaced for Marvel Studios' Deadpool three, and it reveals some details about where we find the Deadpool in this next chapter of his story. And he has an interesting dynamic with Wolverine. It is of course the unofficial Deadpoolopsis, just a rumor synopsis. I
0: will shoot a fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unofficial Deadpool Opsis.
0: It's just a rumor synopsis.
2: Synopsis. I'm in danger.
0: Hiding oh. uh, <laughs> real pain.
2: After facing some professional setbacks while going through a midlife crisis, Wade Wilson decides to officially retire Deadpool and become a used car salesman. <laughs> but when his friends, family, and the whole world are at stake, Deadpool decides to bring out his katanas out of retirement, recruits an unwilling, wary Wolverine to not only fight for their survival, but ultimately their legacy. <laughs> Used car salesman? What? <laughs> used car that, that, that sounds like something that Wade would do, though. Oh, yeah. no, it's, 100%. It's,
0: it's... <laughs> I don't want to live in this world anymore. I'm just going to go sell used cars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, so, what do you think tacos on table? Oh, my tacos are all yeah. just gloriously on the table on this. <laughs> <laughs> my uh used car, they had to clean a painted pink unicorn off of. It's a or, or... used chimichanga mobile. Used chimichanga mobile. <laughs> Uh, smells delicious but will give you heartburn are, are on the table I would not buy a used, used car from Wade Wilson are you guys kidding me what's wrong with
0: y'all <laughs> Wade Wilson's used car used 100% would have a uh, suction cup dildo on the front of it <laughs> <laughs> you just pull up and it would be flopping everywhere
1: every used car has a hot chimichanga on the dashboard
2: Mm. every used car (laughs) because i was calling it now every
1: every hot chimichanga that's
0: that's that's (laughs) uh that's that's that's, that sounds disgusting um (laughs) that's just that's just the dragon on the front if you don't know what that is (laughs) don't worry about it
1: oh i am i am not gonna google that no
2: please don't god (laughs) um
1: the fact that Shadu knew
0: what that was just tells me what he watches I'm, i'm telling your mother all right
1: who do you think? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Okay. Oh my god, let's go. Let's keep going. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh god. Uh,
0: no, so <laughs> he's Game definitely going to be he's definitely going to be a used car salesman. Uh he is definitely still going to be wearing the suit. <laughs> the entire time and it's mainly because you gotta remember that in the, the way that wade looks at that suit is not him hiding his identity he, it's him being self-conscious of what he is and hiding that from everybody mm-hmm. so he would 100% he would it's funny because we're talking about him being a used car, car salesman uh you 100% he would be wearing the same brown suit that owen wilson wears in the first season of loki
1: <laughs> that's funny <laughs> You know what would be funny is if he wore um, uh, uh, the free guy outfit, you know, like the blue oh. polo or blue button-up shirt and the khakis, yeah. and then he just had the mask on. <laughs> That'd be a weird little like, oh, is that the free guy outfit? That'd be Why weird. do your
0: arms look like chewed bubblegum? Hey, zip it. You fucking talk about me, all right?
1: <laughs> okay. Your tacos and your chimichangos are on the table for Wade Wilson as a used car salesman. Absolutely. Let's get (laughs) MC Undead. Marvel Studios has been deep in development on the Marvel Zombies animated series. I'm so looking forward to that. And a new rumor suggests that the undead Scarlet Witch will be at the center of the story. Interesting. The report says that the zombie version of Scarlet Witch has a new moniker and will be known as the Dead Queen. Okay. All right. That's all right. I mean, we saw her in what if she was she was manipulating some. Yeah. some deadies yeah. uh, I mean, you, know, the... you
2: you couldn't you couldn't go like Blood Queen or something to go with Scarlet but I, whatever <laughs> I know I know
1: who's making these names the Marvel star uh, Iman Valani Ooh. has confirmed that she will be reprising her role as Kamala Khan aka Miss Marvel in the series and her character will be at the heart of this show oh, oh, that's yeah. kind of interesting so tacos on the table will we see Kamala take on the dead queen huh? I, I, I believe so
0: I, I, I think sure. that that's something that'll happen uh now i i do 100% agree with you dead queen is not as creative as like the black no. queen or something like that uh um, scarlet witch i know the scarlet witch
2: um i mean that that at least sounds cooler yeah right
0: um now with with that it, it's gonna be interesting to see which version that you know or what universe that this is you know coming from and everything like that just because um like is this after the events of what if no uh is this after the events of um, what if? <laughs> no, not what if. uh Of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, because remember, uh they've actually confirmed it that when she dies in that movie, she officially died.
1: Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So but we've seen we've seen this dead Scarlet Witch come back in in right, but this what is if? but in what if it was also
0: they were all already zombies at that point. So that's why I'm saying is it like th- th- do we
1: find out this is post her dying in the MCU? Oh, Oh yeah she's she's gonna take over another universe that's why they're making this show she's gonna try to infiltrate i don't know how but she's gonna sneak her way into another universe and that's her mm-hmm. take trying to take over the dead in another universe and and, and yeah. wreck and shop that way yeah
0: because i think that you know uh, given that she is still signed on for more films uh i think that the next time we see scarlet witch it's going to be a multiverse version not the version that was in our universe mm-hmm. we've already it's our they've, they've already established that there are more she, she she's seen multiverse versions of herself right, right? in Multiverse of Madness. So, I mean, you know, it's it would make sense for another multiverse version. Maybe that one is actually stronger than the one that we had. Mm, yeah. All right,
1: okay, interesting. Mm. All right, you got it. Tacos I mean, on the table. Kamala is taken on the Dead Queen. I
2: could see mm, that. Yeah. My uh, tacos are bursting out of the ground and then shambling slowly, <laughs> uh, yet creepily, towards the table and placing yeah. themselves on. Just bits of soggy tortilla, just dropping there's, right. Off. There's just like tortilla. There's some meat. Where know? are
1: you guys yeah. getting tacos from? The shit from the grave. Apparently,
2: yeah. You know, isn't don't that what all
1: you're you from? don't <laughs> all you Latinos get buried with tacos? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> oh, whoa! No, no, whoa, no. Whoa. He's
0: it's not racist because he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Well that that that's actually in
1: my will is uh when I die you're to bury me with nothing but tacos. Oh that's awesome. Lejack had to sign it like, "Oh, fine. I will buy the tacos from this taco stand." Fine.
2: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right. So, uh, speaking of another universe or perhaps a galaxy far, far away, oh. new details have surfaced regarding the story for Lucasfilm's upcoming Disney Plus series, The Acolyte. The rumors are saying that both. Am- I love that. Oh, Lord. Uh, Amanda Stenberg <laughs> and Manny Jacinto will play two different characters. Stenberg will be playing four sensitive twins, and both are of Sith origin.
4: Oh, One of the twins eh? will
2: remain with the Sith, while the other will be taken and trained by the Jedi. Jedi. The story is said to follow the evil sister as she becomes a Sith assassin who is tasked with taking out a Jedi master played by Harry Ann Moss. Oh. Uh, Side oh. note: Moss's character is a Jedi warrior who is known to defeat her enemies without using her lightsaber. So the Sith assassin vows to learn martial arts and kill the master only using her hand-to-hand combat skills.
0: Okay, this just sounds badass. Like this is yeah. Is, <laughs> is, is this is this um oh what was the um what was the Bruce Lee show that Bruce Lee wasn't in kung fu yes mm-hmm. is this is like david carradine. Yes. david carradine right is, is, this, is this kung fu but in star wars i, I think I, I dig this
2: uh just to finish here Jacinto's characters it's explained that he will play both versions of his own character one good personality one bad because of course there's always a good and evil twin Just how that works not much more information was shared for the character so chakras on the table are we getting twin twins twinning in the tw- i mean the acolyte
1: <laughs> twin twins twinning <laughs> i kind of like this this idea of like two sets of twins one good one bad yeah. you know kind of polar opposites i like it it makes me a little nervous because i have twin girls so now i'm like looking at them thinking all right which one's the sith Right. right. You know? i mean
2: you know one one of them will be evil that's just how it works yeah you know or, or how my name says you know Mez's other other twin exactly right. <laughs> exactly the other other
1: twin is the sith right
2: i i really like this idea it feels like they're taking there's a Concept in the old republic where yeah. there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's Valkorian has two apprentices, right? And they're, twins, and they're twins, and one becomes a Sith, one becomes a Jedi, and then come back to him and both try to kill him, right? I, I love that. And I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to do. So I love this concept. If,
0: if they do go that route, because the rumor has been for a while that mm-hmm. we may be getting uh, Revan in the Acolyte, mm-hmm. uh, if, if, if this does end up being something that has ties to the old. Republic because they did say it takes place in um it takes place during the High Republic uh, right I mean it,
2: it could very yeah. well have ties I mean it could my idea with that is that it would be like his holocron or something either than... either his
0: holocron or you find out that they're like descendants of Revan that'd be interesting right and they're, it's they're like
2: they're sons somehow yeah
0: and, and like you know when you go into like their force sensitivity and, and their attunement to the force it's like it has to Yeah. Uh, the force has been in your bloodline for and generations could and also
2: sorry yeah. No, but that could also explain the whole one's good, one's evil. It's the right. balance. They need to find the balance with, with Revan and all of that. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. Actually funny um, enough,
0: Sei Wong's in the chat. I didn't even see this till right now. Wong's in the chat actually
2: talking about. Well, oh Rabbit. yeah, almost oh, like Jedi Around doing Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So There you go. Yeah, my uh, one hard shell, one soft shell, uh, (laughs) one with chicken, one with beef uh, are on opposite sides of the table, but are slowly coming together. Uh, And we we don't know what's going to happen when they do, but they're not using any weapon.
1: One with uh, a ghost pepper, one with sour cream. Yes. yes.
2: (laughs)
0: And you have to have the ghost pepper one first, because if you don't, then your mouth is going to be on fire
1: if you can't have the sour cream. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. The spicy one is definitely the Sith. Mm. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, I like game. this point idea. That's really fun. So, Acolyte's coming sometime this year. I
2: and, it's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, I 10.
1: don't know if they're done filming it. You know, like with the strikes and everything. Um, that's, a, that's a good. I preference. thought
0: I thought they finished principal before, did before the strikes. Maybe, or then they, they said have. maybe they did a reshoot or something. I, I don't. Yeah, know. I, I thought that that was the whole thing. Is what they were worried about is not being able to do the reshoots, right? right okay cool i think that was our
1: last uh that's our last
0: i believe it was Uh, all right right. well ladies and gentlemen uh since that's our that's it for the rumors uh it is now time to talk some download so let's get into
1: that All uh-huh. Don't forget, check out the Distance Nerdington post on Facebook for more news, all the trailers, all the reactions. I think you just posted a couple trailers in there today. Um, let us know what you're nerding out on this week. I, I, this is a weird one to start off with. I, I almost put this in rumors, but it's from Variety. So I was like, okay, this is kind of news than, than just rumors. But um, merger? What are we talking about? Mergers? Mergers. Mergers in a move <laughs> that could reshape media, the movie media industry warner brothers discovery who just did a merger and paramount global have engaged in discussions about a possible merger oh god i don't is know if this crazy? is gonna happen man i don't know
0: if this is gonna happen i think the fcc is gonna shut this down but continue man it, it could well i mean they they
1: let disney and fox merger you know anyway the news was confirmed by variety revealing that ceos of both media giants our favorite guy in the world david Zaslav of warner brothers discovery and Bob Backish of Paramount Global recently held a crucial meeting in New York to explore the potential union of their companies. Why why oh did gosh. I think Bob Backland as soon as I saw his name? I
0: know
3: right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, This merger would bring together two major players in the entertainment world, each with its own rich history and a diverse portfolio of assets spanning television, film, sports, and streaming. Oh my gosh, I got some numbers, but I do have a Warner Paramount Brothers plus CBS Discovery Viacom Recap Opsis. Jesus. Warner Paramount Brothers plus CBS Discovery
0: Viacom Recap Opsis. Synopsis.
1: There you go. Warner Brothers Discovery is the result of Discovery Communications' acquisition of Warner Media from AT&T in 2022 has quickly risen to the prominence with a market capitalization of $28.4 billion as of December of 2023. In contrast, Paramount Global, formed from the merger of CBS and Viacom in December of 2019, currently holds a market capitalization of $10.3 billion a lot of billions hmm. going thrown around. Yeah. Interestingly, though, this is where it gets a little interesting. Paramount Global carries a more modest long-term debt of fifteen point six billion. Warner <laughs> Brothers Discovery monetary. faces a, i know, <laughs> <not> modestly. <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery faces a more substantial debt of forty three point five billion dollars. Wow. This this is why Zaslav is. Being,
0: I, 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 I was going to say, this is why he's like cutting everything and whatnot, but yeah. I, it, it always comes down to, you just bought another $60 million home, you fucking piece of shit.
2: Okay, that's it. I'm done. Yep, yep. No, 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 no. You're, you're not going to find he enemies deserves, here. I agree. He deserves that home. No, he you know? doesn't. He, he does not. Absolutely he, doesn't. He needs a place to walk around. Yeah, he, he needs a place to, to store the rest of his money. Yeah, exactly. A bigger right. home Just, just hold big more money. You can just make big piles of $1 bills. Yeah. He's he's screwed, And then hop into got- them like Scrooge
1: Yes, not on the same page. That's- <laughs> okay, you know what?
2: I 100% hope that
0: he makes a swimming pool full of gold coins and then tries to Scrooge McDuck it and finds he out dies. that you can't really do that in real he life. Just and he just dies. He just breaks he his just neck lies. diving into he a dies. fucking pool of gold. Oh, man. that would wow. that would
2: just be, oh, poetic.
0: This is 100% we're never getting jobs at Warner because I'm a fucking asshole. So I mean- <laughs> thanks,
2: thanks for that. I appreciate that. Welcome back, Phil. It's
0: it's great. I will I will give praise to Warner Brothers and all of the stuff that they do all day. And then we talk about David Zaslov and I'm like, Rich bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what do you what do you guys think Paramount and Warner Brothers Discovery? Like, I like, don't
2: think it's going to happen. Right, I agree. I I think that uh-huh.
0: wh- I, I I don't think it's going to happen specifically because the 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 more these companies merge and you start having yeah. these, the more yeah. you start getting into conglomerate territory. And right. when yeah. you start getting to in, into conglomerations and stuff like that, the 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 is it the FCC that controls this or the FTC?
1: I'm gonna say FCC. It's the FCC, yeah, right? Federal FCC. Communications.
0: Yeah. So the FCC literally has has. has laws in place where you cannot have mergers that create conglomerates like that. Paramount and Warner Brothers are two massive companies. The reason I don't don't think this will happen is because all of the kind of the the FCC made a point of almost not letting Disney acquire Fox because of that. Right. You know, because Fox was a major corporation. Right. But because like Fox really wanted to sell it and they were like, well, if they don't sell it to Disney, they're going to sell it to somebody. And Disney is the one that's on the table right now. So they allowed it to happen. Uh, With Paramount and Warner Brothers talking about merging, they're really just trying to merge assets to fix their debt. But they're too massive massively large companies uh i i I honestly don't even think paramount or uh viacom will allow paramount to do what they're doing that so yeah um i i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think it'll go through i think that i think the conversations are happening and i think they're trying to find a way but i don't think in the end it'll go through because uh the fcc is gonna shut that down
2: yeah no no No. i I mean i go ahead ahead.
0: ahead.
1: i was gonna say that disney fox um amazon bought mgm right I don't. I don't know, man. I think. I think things are. Things are happening. I mean, we've seen Warner Brothers and Discovery have two separate entities, two separate um, apps or streaming platforms, and they've. They've merged. I don't know. I. Th- I think this can happen. I think Disney and all the other big Amazon have all the other Apple have all the other um, um, shares of the market where it's like okay, Paramount, Warner Brothers, kind of makes sense. So you don't have a conglomerate quite yet. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Pa- Paramount has been on the on a decline in itself for the last-
0: Last couple of years, uh, at least for like the last 10 years uh in itself. I, I mean if you look at Paramount, Warner Brothers, Disney, Fox, like all the different studios, Sony, all the different studios that are out there, Paramount's the one that's been kind of just fading into the background. Mm-hmm. Paramount, yeah. and, Paramount and sadly universal.
1: Well, but keep in mind, you know, Paramount um is CBS and Viacom, so they still have a ton of stuff. They have an and you know, probably the major network, you know, still on cable, if if cable still a But thing, that's but, that's know. also
0: Viacom like Viacom is Paramount's parent company right right right. and Viacom is the one that has you know uh a Nickelodeon and um MTV and everything else yeah right like Paramount is just more their 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 movie studio uh Mm -hmm. and the reason that everything went to Paramount Plus was because you know and why CBS Plus died and they merged it into Paramount Plus was because Viacom was like okay well we have all these different companies that we own Let's, it's it's almost the same thing that they did with Max right like let's take every brand that we have and put it under hbo uh and then they made hbo max and then now because they realize well we have every brand that we have are in one place rather than branding it as hbo max let's just call it max and that encompasses all of our brands mm-hmm. paramount plus is the same thing paramount plus is just encompassing all the different brands that viacom has the same way that uh that time warner and now warner discovery are everything everything that they own is under max mm-hmm. i
2: i do think if this does go through and happen, it sets a dangerous precedent. It does for just everything to eventually just conglomerate into one. It it and does yeah, but
0: it, it does make Warner, if not already, it, it makes them size wise. They 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 have the
1: same amount of assets that Disney would have. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Mm-hmm. They're n- they're still not as big as Disney. You know, Discovery bought um, Warner Brothers mm-hmm. Media. You know, mm-hmm. Paramount's it's kind of its own thing. I still don't think it's going to be as big. Now, if say Apple bought Disney, then I think we're in a different territory. Which Apple but...
0: was was teasing, wanting to do for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I
1: don't know what. It, so, decision time. Do you think Paramount and Warner Brothers Discovery will merge at some point? Whether it's 2024, 2025, 2026. Like I said, the, I the attempt, not. the attempt is going to happen. I think oh, yeah.
0: that they are. They're gonna. They're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be a thing. Uh, the question is, is does the FCC allow it to go through? Mm-hmm that's in the end that's 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 what it what 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 it is i i believe that the conversations are probably happening i believe that Zaslov is making crazy offers to buy paramount and uh um and everything that they're doing um and it's Paramount Global, uh, which is like, you know, uh, uh, not just their movie studio. Like there's there's a lot that's involved with Paramount Global. I think part of mm-hmm. uh, some of the Viacom brands are a part of uh, Paramount Global.
1: Yeah. We didn't even mention Netflix in the game. So, yeah, there, there's a ton of other options out there. Yeah. So, I mean, and, it's, you know, it's, it's an it's interesting just, thing. Maybe this is going to ducktail into the next one, but we haven't even mentioned YouTube TV as well. YouTube and TV that died. Oh, go- uh, yeah. A- <laughs> that, that Google money. You know what I mean? YouTube TV died. Like it, it died I before mean, it
2: could, you know, before it even got off the ground. Really,
1: I know a lot of people. I mean, uh not you, not what it was. It called Red YouTube Red. Yeah, and
2: now it's premium. Yeah,
1: but I'm talking about the the YouTube TV where they they you get cable from YouTube, you know, and then you could put in all your different platforms and watch it all on on YouTube. I know a lot of people that are that are going to YouTube Live or whatever it's called, right? But then Hulu um, also has live cable. sports. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. That is uh, exactly. You, youtube's coming around speaking of youtube are we that old that youtubers are now retiring i didn't think i was that old but <laughs> you're that old bro yeah, you're that I, old whether you like it or not we're
0: uh, that old man uh weird this is a Life sad moves. one this 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 one to Kinda me th- this one to me is as sad as somebody passing away
1: now okay um let me get through this but i i need your i'm gonna need some input from you to yeah. help frame the conversation but let me get through this uh the game theorist creator matt pat has has announced his retirement from YouTube in a new video titled Goodbye Internet. Matt Pat, whose real name is Matthew Patrick, stated that March 9th would be his last day hosting his YouTube franchise, that he will be handing off the channels to someone else. For me, my journey in this place, I always wanted to go out on a high note, he said. And when you stop and look at last year, this has been the best year in theorists' lifespan. No joke. Matt Pat created Game Theorists with his wife, Stephanie, in 2011, as a platform to discuss the lore and wildness theories behind popular video games, the YouTube star eventually launched several spin-offs, including film theorists, food theorists, style theorists, and as of January, the game channel alone has amassed 18.4 million Good. subscribers. Yeah, that is nuts. MadPat Pat explained in his farewell video that he wanted to spend more time with his family, having been uh having been work first for over over a decade that makes that yeah. makes a lot of sense yeah you know i mean 10 plus years he was in a different place when he started this oh he definitely was we'll,
0: we'll, 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 i'll 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 mention that once we get to okay uh
1: he also said i miss the days where i could just sit down on the couch with stephanie and play video games and it's not for our content he continued "Or or i'm playing a game and i'm not thinking about what theories are going to come out of that i miss it so he just misses being like a normal person
2: yeah <laughs> right right which you get
0: again, 18 it's, million it's followers you totally
2: understandable person. yeah
1: All right, Young Phil, tell me about game theorists,
0: MatPat, the whole thing. So I'm a massive. Uh, game theory movie theory uh, film theory uh fan like i've i've they they've actually influenced part of what we do uh and like our theme song uh when i reached out to the producer that created the our, our theme song i literally sent him uh the game theory theme and said i want something similar to this mm. you know uh right. matt pat is a dude who uh he has a video where he explains it where he uh he had been laid off and he decided okay well i have all these theories about you know characters and video games and stuff or you know these different like um things that i'm put together so he just started recording videos and uh started using like rudimentary um like cuts uh to to make like funny videos about these theories that he had in in different games uh he talks about how he would just sit inside of his closet for the acoustics and record these the the, the audio for these videos and whatnot and it took off like his his videos his videos are amazing amazing i i love Pat. i i actually I've, I've reached out to him like three times to try and get him to come on the show uh and um yeah like it, it I, I remember when his channel first started growing when it was just game theory and then They came out with the theorists and they started Doing uh stuff outside of That and just talking about like anime and Talking about different stuff and then I remember when film theory Came out uh and he started like expanding And doing like oh here's a theory From a movie and you know something That became stuff like that so I mean like Matt Pat went from being a dude Who got laid off was was A college graduate got laid off couldn't find A job to being one Of the biggest and most lucrative YouTubers out there uh He to a point uh became a consultant and that's where he really made his money Was uh, mm. he Instead of uh, uh, just Doing his videos you know he He was kind of famous for uh, Growing his channel really fast and A lot of companies would consult with Him on how to grow your YouTube channel Or how to make your channels bigger mm. and stuff like That uh, so he became like I, I'm Sure he's going to continue being a consultant Right he's just oh, I, not yeah. going to be doing Videos anymore. Gotcha right. so
1: he, so that's The kicker that he's kind of the um, mm-hmm. He paved the way like He he showed a path on how to Mm -hmm. be a YouTuber to make make money, earn money. Right, exactly. Interesting. Okay. All right. right.
2: I mean, I I was very briefly a fan of of game theory and film theory, especially, but I don't know. I just never really got too far into it. So, Mm. but it is just it is so weird because he was so iconic and just associated so much with with YouTube and everybody knew who he was. And you know, he's (laughs) appeared in a bunch of different things, and it's just it's it's kind of surreal almost to see like oh that he's not dead you know I mean? he's still no but to hear, he but to, well but to hear
1: that but to Get hear up. that
0: he's retiring man like like wow and i'm sure he's made a fuck ton of money man oh, I'm and like sure. you know, yeah enough yeah, to, to, to where he yeah. can retire uh and and not have to do this anymore and i know he said that his channel isn't going anywhere they're still going to be doing stuff it's just he's not going to be doing videos anymore so it's gonna be interesting to see who takes over and starts writing the theories um there's a there's a couple of different pat videos that i've used as examples for things over the years like um uh if you haven't watched uh mario's a uh, sociopath video
2: oh i definitely yeah um, Yeah, oh man it's so
0: good uh he talks about like why mario's a sociopath right like the things that he's done in Mm -hmm. game and everything Mm -hmm. like that or uh he had he's had a couple of theories that have become mainstream that he wrote Mm -hmm. you know uh the uh neville is the chosen one theory yeah he wrote that one Mm -hmm. right in in harry potter uh um he's also got a couple game of thrones theories that he put out there that you know freaked people out like he's got a lot of theories that he has put out there that people like are james i'm I'm sure there's
1: a couple of theories that you've heard that you didn't realize that matt pat wrote i mean it could be some it's so interesting i guess i'm just fucking old but like i've never (laughs) heard of this guy but he's like so iconic to everybody yeah you know uh i was just looking it up youtube started in february of 2005 so we're what nineteen years in mm. with YouTube? That's kind of nuts. Yeah,
2: that's almost as old as me. Right.
0: That's yeah. weird. What's 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 fun about YouTube is I I can remember back to the days where we didn't have YouTube. <laughs> back in my day, I also remember the days where uh, I we uh, all,
2: all. I, uh, I remember <laughs> the
0: days where all we had were uh, dial-up, and it took uh, two days to download a picture. So I mean,
2: okay. Well, d- depending on where I am, it, it does still take that long. But you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah, exactly. a, a, everything came. Line by
0: line. This is before we right. were able to like what we're doing right now did, could not could not never, exist
1: never when we when we were in the infancy of the internet. I mean, we've come a long way. So what what do you think? Do you think if if you think it's burnout? Do you think other YouTubers are going to start being like, you know what? Well, I kind of feel Matt Pat that they're, they're I'm burned out too. You know, like this whole content creation thing is is such a workhorse mentality. Yeah, it's it really so is. hard to create yeah. content. We, you know, we do it once, twice a week, maybe three times. Yeah It takes up so much time Really
0: and and and, 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 Every day
1: Right and that's yeah. the thing Is that what's
0: crazy is Like I've always told myself If we could just like, If we got to a point Where we could just do this full time Like I would be doing more shows Oh yeah right. I would be doing like every day Like I'd probably be doing something every day Where like okay We have our main shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays But then I'd also I'd probably take review uh, uh, Not reviews But uh, trailer reactions out of the show And do like trailer reactions On Wednesdays Or something like that that Mm -hmm. or you know do like uh uh kind of like take other things that we do and put them into different content uh sections and then probably do a game stream every day you know like these are things Mm -hmm. that i would do you know on a regular basis if we could just be full-time content creators now of course we can't do that right now but i mean like you know that's that there are things that we could do and i feel like i I always think to myself like damn i wouldn't get burnt out but it's like i i I probably would yeah i probably would with the with the amount of work that i want to do i would burn myself out very sadly. very
2: quickly yeah you know
0: yeah because it's, i enjoy doing the things that i do but i know that these youtubers also enjoy the things that they do yeah you know yeah and, and that's the other thing is the bigger the channel gets the more elaborate things we would do
2: yeah right exactly. and that's the problem is yeah, yeah. everything has you know to get I higher and higher in quality.
0: i, I, I want to be like my in my mind i'm like i want to be i don't want to be mr beast but i mean like i want to give away stuff on the level of like mr beast right, right. where right. i'm like you know i can just give away a $700 lego kit because why not
2: right and it just doesn't affect you it
0: doesn't affect me right or like yeah. i could just give away uh you know go and get like a, a comic book that is you know high level graded and go and just give that away because we can't right you know like just give back to the nerd community those are things that i would want to do yeah. yeah
1: yeah you know it's real quick shout out to sts wrestling what's up Happy hey. new year buddy how are you but you know i was thinking um my kids watch ryan's world and you oh, know God. he was like he was making like 20 some million dollars a year yeah past years on youtube and i see that he's selling his content now or leasing the content to um i think it's pluto tv you know one of those like oh oh new yeah, yeah platforms yeah. like on roku yeah and they just need oh, content yeah. so he's just like loaning out his old content you know it's like he's making a ton of money but like you know you see the people because because they go behind the scenes a ton you see the army of people that are working to create this content that looks like like oh it's just this you know eight-year-old kid playing games with his parents and his sisters but there's just an army of people
2: right no it, it, you it's know, a corporation it's a company it's
1: editing yeah exactly
2: editing videos
1: right. creating content creating slides it's nuts yeah. so no good good for him that he decided i mean if he's you know he, he's a young guy good for him to he's uh, about the same uh, age have, as us man
0: he's, he's 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 in our range uh james good well, for him
1: good for him all right let's keep it going yeah. all right yeah let's go what if oh, Barbie oh, yeah. is coming oh, yeah. to the MCU? Huh? huh? Barbie? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Who's a who's a Barbie girl? Maybe she's a Marvel girl.
0: Oh. Ah, on Barbie, let's go to, to the that.
2: multiverse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got you guys no, no. improv, improv. I give you props. Okay. There you go. Yes. Um, Marvel
1: Studios okay. is already developing the 3rd season of their What If animated series and it was revealed that Barbie star America Ferrara has joined the cast in a mysterious role Hmm, interesting that we've kind of already seen uh, the casting news was revealed by creative team Matthew Chauncey and AC Bradley during the interview on the uh, shout out to comic book comic books phase zero podcast uh, who is it Brandon Davis Brandon Davis shout out to Brandon That's Davis, Brandon Davis yeah. it's been revealed from that Ferrara will be voicing a character named Ranger Morales this is a ch- character that has appeared briefly in the comics but they say for that series she is almost an original character. Chauncey said, just for the clickbait, <laughs> her last name's Morales. People got very excited about that. Oh, God. Uh we actually got our first look at Ranger Morales in the what if uh season 3 clip that was previously released featuring Red Guardian and Bucky Barnes aka the Winter Soldier. That being said, let that process in your brain that her her last name is Morales. Will her last name of Morales weave into a spider web of of MCU rumors. Eh? Yeah, uh, M- Miles Morales. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> not, we'll I, I, Miles I, Morales. I, I, we'll I see it. that.
0: Uh I mean I guess they have the last name. They have the same last name. I, I right. guess if they want to try and find a way to make, I don't know, make her related to, to Miles Morales in some way, like maybe Ranger Morales is his aunt or something like that.
2: I, or right. It could be his his aunt or whatever. It could be a variant. This is gonna be complicated. It could be a variant of Miles, who's a woman somehow and never got bit by the spider
1: maybe Ooh, look at you could be his aunt may be related
2: oh a, <laughs> <in> a... <laughs> i see what you did there say it's ranger may roll oh,
0: no. oh uh i'm i'm, I'm looking on <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just i'm looking on uh on instagram and uh crumbum our guest from last thursday he said link is dead is my favorite uh talking about Matt Pat's theories hmm. can you say it again uh the link is dead theory oh yeah link yeah yeah, is yeah. Dead? from yeah, zelda from zelda so yeah. there, there's a theory that Majora's mask uh, is Link in the afterworld going through this, uh, the the seven stages of grief. Oh, oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. I
1: might have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: that's right.
1: Now I'm thinking about Link being dead. Is it is it like <laughs> I mean, a my, my sixth sense worked, type right. thing? It was what? Is it like a sixth sense type thing? No,
0: it's it's uh, it's uh Link going through the, si- the, the seven stages of grief post-mortem. So like he's in the afterworld. World and he's just—it's basically the, the the game is supposed to be him coming to terms with his own death.
2: Ooh, yeah, it's it's great.
0: It's a crazy theory, man. Like again, mm. Matt Pat's theories are are awesome. Yeah,
2: my favorite personal theory about Legend of Zelda—it's not Matt Pat—is the insanity of Unraveled. So, oh yeah, if you haven't seen that, it's amazing. Huh? The, the whole entire Zelda time, uh, un, Unraveled—it's a whole thing. It's oh okay. It's, yeah, it's a series of ridiculousness. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, I I spent the last three years. Uh,
1: I spent the last three years watching uh, Ryan's World on YouTube. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't even know. You're I don't good. even know what's happening. I'll, oh
2: man, I'll send it to
1: you. Uh, so, <laughs> in more MCU news. <laughs>
0: It was recently revealed that Stephen Yuen has exited Marvel's Thunderbolts, which he was attached to play Sentry in. The actor is now the, the actor has now addressed his departure in a recent interview with Variety and confirmed that the Hollywood strikes were one reason behind the decision to drop out of the Marvel movie. Yuen said, "I think for me, time passing and things shifting kind of pulled me out of it. But Jake Schreier, I know is going to do an incredible job." It took a lot of drafts, it took a lot of drafts on email to make sure that I conveyed the this of how sorry I was to have to back out. Uh, so will we still get Sentry in the MCU? Mm, I don't know about that one. Yeah. If this was a rumor
1: and tacos were on the table, I may just have to hold my tacos and eat them and not put them on the table because I don't know, it just feels like it's going in a different direction. I, yeah. I, I, okay
0: so the thing is, is that if Sentry is written into the script, I don't think the contingency of having Sentry was based on Steven Yuen playing the character i think that they just cast him because they felt that he was the best fit but i'm sure they had runner-ups that they had in mind to play that character it wasn't just a steven yuen was the first person that auditioned and they were like oh he's perfect we want him right like like, i'm sure they had you know and and this is the way hollywood works i'm sure they had a second third fourth pick steven yuen had to back out so they they're going they're probably going to go with their second pick they're probably doing screen tests for all that right now
1: Is centuries like a like a kind of a superman ripoff right Yeah, yeah
0: yeah century, century well there's there's the MCU technically has like three Super, uh, superman uh knockoffs mm. right and century just happens to be one of he also deals with really messed up mental health issues so i mean like right. yeah sentry Century is a century is kind of a messed up character <laughs> mm. but you know i just i just um because it's sentry in watching. the void so i mean
1: i was just thinking i'm like i need a superman type character somebody big we we've been watching the new season of reacher mm-hmm. with um alan, alan Rich- richmond richmond mm-hmm. richmond um and i want to see him get like hugely popular because he's a great actor he's huge physically yeah i i need to see him in more stuff well we talked about it last week that he
0: is um he is trying he's trying to be Batman he wants to be Batman that's a big Batman yeah but th- that's how big Batman actually is in the comics he's 6'3 like two hundred and eighty pounds
2: right he's he's imposing
0: yeah Batman is massive the only thing is 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 David Corn sweat also that massive because Superman is about the same size as Batman in the comics right which means Superman is also about 6'3", 250 to two hundred and eighty pounds right which that that checks out. Yeah, you know, like he they, they need to be like tall, massive dudes and remember like, him in um, Titans as yes. Hawk. I, I always think about that. I always think about like he played a really good Hawk and we know he looks good in a suit. I think he would be a great Batman. Yeah,
1: that's, I'm sorry. I don't know where we got Um, back to century. I think he'd be a good century. I don't know if we're going to get a century in the MCU. I think this is they're putting so much stuff far down the pipeline where they can, you know, just keep tweaking and manipulating and whatever happens, happens like this whole Jonathan majors thing or, or moving on from, from actor to actor. We shall see. Indeed. All right. So uh,
2: speaking of uh, bolts and thunder and possibly lighting things up, possibly a dark saber. Ooh. Lucasfilm has officially announced a new star Wars film that is in development. Ooh titled The Mandalorian and Grogu. Oh, yeah. yeah and the movie will be directed ah. and produced... <laughs> <laughs> will be directed and produced by the Mandalorian creator John Favreau. Kathleen Kennedy and Dave Filoni are also producing, and the movie will go in production this year, 2024. Can you handle a big screen size? quote?
1: give me that, more Grogu. Give me, give me the biggest heart Grogu. Heart group, right? you yeah, can. Yep.
2: I, I feel like the
0: Mandalorian, the way that it's filmed, the way that it's done, everything about it is already built for the big screen. I, 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 we've just been waiting to see them, uh, to see them do. Them on the big screen I think Grogu would look amazing on the big screen Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: the, I think the only thing that will um, hold this back is the pacing you know like mm-hmm. I liked Mandalorian how we told the story over like what nine episodes so like four to five hours mm-hmm. of storytelling in a season I like that you know they can right. take pauses they can go slow they can hold on um, hold on certain shots you know okay. once you get to a movie especially a Star Wars movie the idea is like go 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 that's that's the thing that George lucas used to tell all his actors was like um that's great more emotion and go faster that was like his his notes for everything was like more emotion but keep going you know right. so I'm, I'm right. I think that may throw things off that they're they may try to rush a lot right. into a movie but I have two thoughts I'm all for mm-hmm. fairly expensive right.
2: thoughts but uh the first one is I think averting the way to avert that is to make it more like we've extended an episode or an arc of a season yeah you know is you take okay yeah it's like what if uh the whole uh i think it was the first season the, whole portion of the first season where we go from uh hey grogu's force sensitive to we're delivering him to luke what if that was a movie i think that's kind of the idea um my second thing is i do have concerns simply because this Seems like a cast route to me. Oh, yeah. It it really does. And I I don't think there's any way you can deny it. As well, I don't want this to deny Filoni season four. What I'm really hoping did not happen, and it may have happened, uh, that where we're like, well, we're not making enough money off Mandalorian, or we're not doing whatever, we're not, you know, we haven't had a movie or something. And they're like, hey, Dave, make season four into a movie, go, you know? And it's it's not going to work because it was supposed to be paced a certain way. And then he's like, oh, I've got to retool all this, whatever. And we're going to deprive Dave Filoni of the actual actual storytelling he wanted to do paced the right way for season four and make it a two and a half hour movie instead right that's my big concern is that it's not going to be good simply because it was supposed to be a series right 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 it's kind of the reverse situation of obi-wan where they had to retool it into a series and so it felt really uh long and really dry and they had to keep adding things in where it would have been better as a movie so i don't know i still think it's going to be good just by virtue of who's writing it and the characters and how much people care about these these characters mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it it does as I said earlier with the whole Mercury thing, it does kind of set a precedent as if it does really well, which it probably will because it's Mandalorian, right. then it's going to be like, well, we just, we're just going to stop doing series or, oh, this was going to be a series, but now it's going to be a movie and it's going to be, you know, not as well paced and not as well uh, loved simply because it's be a series. It was supposed to be slower yeah. and right. emotional and all of that. So that's my only concern. So I do hope that it's an arc instead of a whole season that we're like, here's several arcs in the one movie. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think that that's going to be the case and it's mainly because Baloney now has full creative cre- freedom over Star Wars at this point. Right, uh, exactly. They have given him the reins. They have said that you have control over the Star Wars universe at this point. They know that he is proven uh, when it mm-hmm. comes to this. Uh, I think, yeah, there might be a little bit of, um, a little bit of, hey, you know, we want to make money, so do this, do this, do
2: this. I could certainly see it being more of a, like a board of directors situation. Right. Where it's like, hey, you need to make a movie. Well, and that's, so- the thing is is
0: it could be you know we could get into this whole situation of what the sequels ended up being because you know the wrong people put their hand in the cookie jar and wanted it their way rather than letting the creatives do it their way but Filoni right. feloni I, I know he's gonna he's gonna stop everyone and say hey look Lucas gave me the reins on this this is what right. we're gonna do that being said Favreau understands pacing Favreau understands movie yep. writing right if yep. we're talking about Jon Favreau he's the guy who knows how to write a movie uh, we're, we're talking elf we're talking um, just uh, uh, Iron Man like we're, th- we're, we're talking yeah. like you think of any movie that John Favreau has written and directed and they've all come out great so I don't think they're going to yeah. have an issue with pacing on this I think what this is going to end up being is a capstone to a season I think that this is going <laughs> to be season <laughs> four is going to end with an unresolved arc <laughs> and the movie is going to be what resolves everything I think that they're going <laughs> to do an extended final episode episode and it's going to be a movie
1: yeah yeah I like, Could
4: be. I like
1: it you said uh john favreau like everything he does is great and i just the first thing that popped in my head was elf and i thought of like bye
2: grogu hope, hope you, you find, find your dad,
1: dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
3: good
2: and then i went through Paridia. Oh. <laughs> health <laughs> uh, is my favorite. So yeah, yeah. But I think uh,
1: <laughs> the, the other half of this story, if, if uh, uh, should you, if you want to take this, mm-hmm. um, just to finish out the Star Wars. Uh, episode, sure. But I so... think that's the the other side of like how they're how they're going to tell this story but also like keep everybody happy that's in the creative process does that make sense with dave filoni yeah
2: anyway i'll let you i'll let you go through it but all right so uh speaking of lighting up a dark saber how about lighting up a lightsaber Oh. It could have been better. Um. Anyway, Lucasfilm has also officially confirmed that Dave Filoni is developing Star Wars Ahsoka season two. Ooh. Until now, Lucasfilm had not confirmed it was happening. Uh, The news was shared in the recent announcement of John Favreau's Mandalorian and Grogu Star Wars movie, as we just covered. After mentioning Filoni as a producer on the film, the report also goes on to say who is also currently developing Ahsoka season two, among others in the works. Are you excited for more Ahsoka? I certainly thought this was going to happen. There's so many things unresolved in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah but it is really good to just know what's happening
1: whoa young phil with a hot take so, sorry wrong one
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was like i like where Shidu was going with that
0: <laughs> uh, uh wrong, wrong one i meant to hello there Okay, so ah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh no, I I, I it was. The, the the show gave us a lot of things that we wanted but didn't realize were things we were gonna get. You know, we mm-hmm. we got a lot of shadows of the force in this. Um, yeah. and and we I, I think fans, people who read the books in the night in the eighties and the nineties, none of us thought that we were gonna get Shadows of the Force, and especially not in an Ahsoka series. Um, you know, we got Air to the Empire, you know we got uh, so many different retellings of stories that were taken out of the Canon uh, that we never thought we were going to get back. And now we're getting versions of it. This is um, also something that's giving us hope uh, into future storytelling. Like, does this mean that at some point we're going to get a Mara Jade because everyone wants Mara Jade and Filoni has said that he wants to incorporate Mara Jade at some point. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and and does that mean that we have to retcon Luke Skywalker storyline in the sequels? You know, or you know kind of do what they did with the with the original trilogy and say that Mara Jade was just lurking in the background that Mara Jade had something to do with something in the sequels you know or you write a story where she becomes the Darth mole of the sequels they do like a series that takes place during the events of the sequels and Mara Jade is taken is like
2: in the background of everything I mean not not to get too far into Mara Jade as much as I want to uh it's there is a whole 30 years too yeah that we've only explored the Mandalorian but there's so much more there that we don't know what Luke's doing I mean we know know he's building a jaya temple sure but he's got to go off and do other things who says he can't meet Marjade at some point or maybe she was an inquisitor or something right. survived. right you know you so know. there's there's a lot of room to fit her in if, if we wanted to yeah i mean i I, so. I want
0: the hand of the uh the hand of the empire storyline and see right I, I could
2: be like she she could be the new grand inquisitor right Or something. well i mean like you know
0: i, 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 I want to see that relationship between her and, and anakin right you know right. what i mean where like the animosity between her and Anakin, when Anakin finds out that uh, the Emperor has another apprentice and she's a Sith assassin, and it's like it pisses him off to all hell, right? Like, right, like that's right. That, I, I want to see that relationship and and you know, her trying to bring Luke down to the dark side and then coming to the light herself. Right. You know, uh, I want to see, you know, obviously, there's no heirs to to Luke, and he doesn't seem melancholy enough to have been through my children were taken from me. Right. I, I
2: don't think he necessarily had kids where her but it was i could definitely see there have been a relationship there of some yeah. sort
0: well, i mean i i you know the fans we we would love to have jason and Jalen
2: solo but, but, but we're, right we're, i think we did kind of have that with with kylo but yeah again it depends on what they do with the sequels too if they're going to retcon everything right so i mean like it's, it's i have mixed feelings about but you know right
0: it, it's it's going to be interesting to see especially you know are they going to recast uh uh balen mm-hmm. you know probably you know c- considering they probably will yeah, but, so I mean, like you know, it's it's that's that's where I'm at with this. Is there's so many implications in the storylines that he brought in that make right. me say he really
2: brought the weirdness in to a yeah. certain degree. With we're going back to Mortis, we're going back to you know all of this really mystical like high fantasy yeah stuff, and it's you know yeah I think we need to have Balin, and we yeah. need that's to have the open. Conversion.
1: That's the open storyline that I care about is Balin.
2: Yeah, right. What is Balin yeah. after?
1: exactly exactly that's what I care about you know Ahsoka you know Sabine yeah they'll they'll get back I'm not gonna worry about that exactly what's Balin up to that's what I want to know um
2: yeah no it's um no I I think that the whole Balin situation is kind of a Kang situation in a way I mean not you know it's it's similar at least it's you had this actor that was so good chewing up scenery and being dramatic and feel irreplaceable and yet you have to figure out a replacement now and so I I definitely think they'll do a placement with Balin, i just don't know who that would be right so it'll, it'll be interesting to see who they do or they you know kind of keep him off screen for the whole season and then we see him at the end or something i i, I don't know we'll see but i'm just very happy it's yeah. happening yeah
1: you know if we pull back and look at this and you know there's been a lot of weird stuff with star wars announcing movies announcing directors and trilogies and then uh, you know pulling back on it and that sort of thing i think giving ahsoka season two to filoni and a new mando and grogu movie to john favreau those are the most likely things to happen that will actually come to happen but also that's what we want like right right you know i don't you know i, I want to see some other stuff but i'd rather see more ahsoka more grogu more mandalorian than yeah you know some of the other
2: exactly it's called the Mandoverse for a reason yeah
1: exactly yeah exactly cool i am down you guys ready to move move on yes sir let's do it and in you're killing me smalls news kill me smalls this one's kind of cool because we heard about this a year ago yeah little, and little also because ago. they are uh friends of the show
0: yeah shout yeah. out
1: shout out to shane uh the cast of the yeah. classic shane, shane actually
0: hits us up all the time as far as like liking our, our posts and uh and commenting on posts so and i gotta trying sh- to get
1: us to eat bean bean burritos oh sort of my thing. god
0: him and his bean and cheese burritos
1: uh so- <laughs> So just again, shout out to uh, to Shane, <laughs> the cast of the classic. 90s baseball movie The Sandlot recently reunited for the 30th anniversary softball charity game. That's so cool. The game took place in Edgewater, Florida, which is the home of director uh, David Mickey Evans, and it was organized to benefit the Table to Committee um, nonprofit. Um, the game was part of a two-day fundraising event, which also included meet and greets and photos. So, cast members who attended the event included um, Evans and then Shane. Um, Obadzinski, 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 uh, mm-hmm. which is repeat. Uh, Victor Damadia, which was Timmy Timmons. Grant Gelt, who Bertie. was Weeks, right? Yeah. Weeks. Uh, Marty York and Tommy Geary. Smalls. Uh-huh. Yeah. there you go. Smalls, so <laughs> killing it's, it's me. Kind Smalls. Of cool. We we interviewed three of those um, guys last year at LA Comic Con, and they talked about how they were planning this event. So it's nice to see it actually come to fruition. So yeah, it was super uh, cool. Sh- Shane, Victor, and uh and Grant, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, those three. So it's uh super cool. They they Grant. they got through it and Table Two Committee is a it's not their nonprofit, but they worked with another nonprofit that helped um, Benefit. Uh, I think a couple people in um, in Florida that also were about giving back to the community, um, supporting youth through uh, organized sports, that sort of thing. Shout out to Play Forever. Oh, yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Super, super cool guys. So, um, oh, that's awesome. We'll have, we'll have to share um, our favorite bean burrito taco with Shane next time we're <laughs> in LA because uh, we asked the question, "What's your favorite taco?" And probably the uh, I don't know if it's the weirdest answer, but it's the um funnest answer that he said. Taco bean Bell bean burrito. <laughs> bean burritos are my favorite taco.
0: He was like Taco Bell bean burritos, and I was like specifically Taco Bell bean burritos. And like, the what? greatest
1: part, this was in the interview, and we were being nice. We we're like, oh yeah, bean bean burritos are great. And and the other two guys were just like, are you kidding me? Your favorite taco <laughs> is bean burritos? And he's like, I didn't know what what to answer. And he's like, and I think I think it was Victor was like, I'm a carne asada guy. And I think I don't I forget. What they said and and uh you gotta go back shane and listen just, to the interview yeah shane was like i didn't know you guys put me on the spot i didn't expect it and they just said bean burrito
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i and mean why why taco bell though like
0: come on I don't know, I don't know. hey i don't know he, I don't know he had to have been deprived now. at some point <laughs> Um. Oh, what was it, James? Did you? Did we go to Taco Bell and get him bean burritos, or were we just talking about doing that?
1: I, I, we talked about it, but we were we were joking with him later on in the um in the con when we were at the Project Wish booth yeah. with them, and they were signing um Star of the Cow, and we're like, Hey, do you want to eat a bean burrito? He's like, Man, you guys made me uh, you guys screwed me up, and I had to explain the whole joke in the next interview I did. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> I think what we were talking about was like, oh, we got to go stop by Taco Bell and go pick up a bunch of bean burritos and just walk up to Shane and give him bean burritos.
1: <laughs> exactly, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, shout out to uh the Sandlot cast. They're uh, oh, great bunch awesome. of dudes,
2: so that's cool. That's awesome. All right, all
1: right. Let's keep it going. It's award uh, season. Uh, it's time Woo! for the big news. This is all a right. long one, so we can, so, yeah. we, can so, how... we can cherry pick some of this. Yeah, yeah. we can cherry pick some. Otherwise, we're gonna this. Otherwise we're going to be so doing many. an
0: entire show's worth of information here uh, so ladies well, and gentlemen know. sunday evening marked the return of the golden globe telecast celebrating the very best in television and film from 2023. The nominations for this year's show were announced back in December, giving voters a little under a month to decide who would get the nod in each category on their ballot. So
1: I I, um, put this all out there. We don't have to go through everything, but I just kind of cherry picked. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there's some interesting um, awards here that went to certain winners and you're like, oh, wow, I, I didn't realize that that beat out like best motion picture animated. The Winner was the boy and the heron, which beat out Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse.
2: What? That's, that's interesting. Huh, yeah. Okay, I, right. I do see a lot of Oppenheimer. Which a lot makes of sense. Oppenheimer.
0: The thing is, is that when, uh, looking at a lot of these categories, like yeah, I see a lot of Oppenheimer, but I also don't see Barbie in any of these. So uh, Barbie Barbie's here, she yeah. won
1: um cinematic and box office achievement, which sounds like just like a like hey, you, like made a a category, you made a lot of money, made
0: a lot of money, yeah. uh like uh, she, Margot Robbie got beat out by Emma Stone in Poor Things, which I mean I'm not yeah. I'm not upset about that. Like yeah, Emma Stone is is an amazing actress. She she does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just th- th- there's a lot on there. So let's see, best motion picture or best performance by an actress in supporting role. I'm just kind of like looking through these right now. Oh, best director was Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Okay. Yeah, and then okay. Killian
1: yeah. Murphy also won for best actor. Yes. for Oppenheimer, and Robert
0: Downey Jr. got best supporting role in Oppenheimer. Yeah. exactly. 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 And yeah, one, yes. thing hold note, hold
1: on. one thing to note. One thing to note. Lily Gladstone mm-hmm. won um, for best actress in a motion picture for *Killers of the Flower Moon*, and she's the first Native American.
2: Oh wow! Um, win, Barbie um, won best original song as well.
0: Yes. You know what's crazy though is uh, so best score was Ludwig Gornsson, uh for yeah. *Oppenheimer*. Uh, mm-hmm. If you guys are like, ah, oh, that name sounds familiar. Uh, he's I also will, the dude yeah. who did *Black Panther*. He's also mm-hmm. the guy who created the iconic theme for the
1: Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. So that mm-hmm. was nice to see. welcome Yeah. That was nice to see. Um,
2: he, He's a There's great new... Succession. A lot of success A lot of success, yeah. Uh, a lot, lot of, of bear.
1: Before, before we get off movies, uh, it was cool to see that Paul Giamatti won for the Holdovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that movie yet, but it was nice to see him get some recognition. I, I've always loved Paul Giamatti.
0: Paul Giamatti is a better actor than he gets a lot of credit for.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, he's a That's dude who, like, he's very silly in a a lot of places, and you know he he plays a lot of like silly characters. But then, if you really sit there and look, the dude puts a lot of work into his characters, even if they're like silly, dumb. I'm not gonna look twice at these
1: characters. Characters, if you look at the performance, the characters are always really well acted. Silly, dumb. You put me in a rhino costume, but even th- then, for like, three minutes, yeah. But <laughs> even then, he played a decent, you know, like Russian prisoner
0: to play, play uh to play rhino, right or like, you look at um, his character in, uh, in in Jungle Cruise. Like, you know, like, his characters are very convincing for mm-hmm. what they are. Just, you know, again, they're very silly characters. And the thing is, is that that doesn't take away from his acting ability. He's an amazing actor. He just does not get recognition because he does play silly characters in Silly's. And, you know, these awards ceremonies just kind of don't look, they don't look kind, kind of uh, kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can be the best actor in the world. I mean, look. Leonardo DiCaprio i mean he, he he didn't win the Oscar for the longest time he had to get you know accosted by a bear <laughs> right
1: right <laughs> you know? that was a good movie but that was more like um an achievement award okay yeah, no, like, hey, seriously that is not the best movie the he's ever been in there are right. so many
0: yeah what, what kills me is he didn't get one for the departed yeah exactly right like just how um but uh, either way uh the bear uh won
2: best television series mm-hmm. in musical comedy I'm, I'm a little mad about lasso but you know
0: I, th- I think ted lasso deserves every award in the world but you know. uh, yeah
2: real real quick uh say
1: Wong chimed in he said boy in the Heron, i can understand why it won um that wasn't even in theaters that long that came out in like december but he yeah. said it was really good so um mm-hmm. totally. maybe something to go check out i did watch the bear and it so is did. a really good show the bear
0: is basically an adult version of ted lasso <laughs> And Ted Lasso wasn't. I mean, no, but I mean, like it's it's like it's Ted Lasso dialed up to like eleven. Oh god, with like a little bit more uh, cussing and some more.
1: Have you watched the adult themes? Yes, I
0: I wouldn't relate
1: it to Ted Lasso.
0: No, but I mean, the the storytelling itself, like it's it's it is a very it's a very um, fish out of water trying to make his own way kind of story. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like my, I love the Bear. Yeah. I love the Bear. You know, like the whole concept again, no spoilers, but I mean the concept of, you know, my family member passed away, I need mean, he had this this uh this essentially deli and he's like trying to make something out of it kind of thing, right? Like it's it's him taking over something that he wasn't really ready for but killing it. Yeah. I see. Okay. And and by the way, best scene in television season 2, the the dinner scene. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah.
0: When his mom drives through the living room. the forks the forks
1: oh my god is that, me? that oh, scene so
0: is what brought me into that show uh jackie was watching it was was watching the show and i hadn't started watching it yet uh-huh. and i walked in during that scene and i sat down and was just enthralled by this scene and i was like i need to watch the rest of the
1: show this is crazy yeah. <laughs> by, the, by the way that whole episode is a flashback it's crazy right. jamie lee curtis is amazing yes in that show um oh lord uh steven yuen got a got got an award for beef yep uh
0: and speaking of the bear jeremy allen white uh got an award for the bear uh jeremy allen white needs an award for uh iron claw just throwing that out there did you see iron claw i saw it this weekend it was amazing
1: awesome thanks for the invite that was great (laughs) <laughs> one movie, I could have gone with you. I and thought, not, I,
0: thought you know, you already, I thought you already. I thought you already saw that. I thought you already saw it. Whatever. <laughs> I could have swore um, you are. You yeah. said you already saw it.
2: I didn't see it. Um, just for Frey, I see the Crown one. One of them as well. Yeah, uh,
0: Elizabeth Debicki. Uh, she yeah. uh was the best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a television series. Uh, and Ali Wong got best actress in uh in a limited series for for beef. For beef. Yeah.
1: You know what's funny is that I keep seeing that on my Netflix feed. I'm like. I should watch that and then, but I've never started it. Yeah. Like now that they've won, I'm like, I should go start this and check this out. Yeah. All right. I think that's pretty much. Uh,
2: just one more. Also for Frey, I see that Love and Death was nominated. Uh, I'm sorry, Frey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry for your loss. How
0: how do I both give recognition and piss off my mom at the same time?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm attempting not to, but. Um, <laughs> Moving on Let's in on. mystery gaming news Ooh, you could say okay. something that uh, awards have not been given for yet it looks like there's an unannounced Bethesda game releasing this year interesting uh, mm. I very 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 briefly got my hopes up then I realized it was not happening so <laughs> um, in 2024 Xbox fans have avowed hopefully 2, and more to look forward to and it seems they could probably add a Bethesda game to this list the question is who's making it and what is it we know Arcane is busy we know Bethesda Game Studios is busy we know it's not going to be Tango Gameworks since it just went last year. We know Machine Games is working on Indiana Jones and presumably working on a new Wolfenstein as well. Mm -hmm. This mystery game could be the latter. It could also be something new from id Software, who we haven't seen since Doom Eternal. The speculation has erupted following a post from Marcel Hottam, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, which lists his most anticipated games. For those who don't know, Tom is the Senior Product Marketing marketing Manager GSA at ZeniMax Germany. ZeniMax is the parent company of Bethesda. Right. In this list, he teases a TBA game. Presumably, the unannounced game, the only unannounced games he knows about are Bethesda games. So, any Jones, Doom, any ideas on what the mystery game could be?
0: Oh, that is that is hard to call um it, it cuz the thing is is that bethesda nothing's leaked on this right and usually they would have leaked something by now <laughs> um so i mean it's kind of interesting to see like what it's going to be uh i mean we already know indiana jones is coming we know i mean doom could be like a, another installment into the doom series could could be there uh it could be the, the wolfenstein uh, the, the last wolfenstein game i didn't i didn't completely hate it but it was a little repetitive and i think that's something that a lot of people in the last uh um wolfenstein game kind of like took just didn't like was you know they needed they felt like they needed something to to make that uh um to fix that franchise
2: you know what i mean Mm, yeah 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 so i don't know i mean i was like again i see i see bethesda and i'm like new fallout new (sighs) elders you know (laughs) But, and
0: that's actually what cool. I was just thinking right now too. Is it could be a new Fallout? Uh, we're probably it could be. We're probably Fallout do... getting a TV show. Uh, they yes, are. They, are. they be... just did the trailer.
2: Yeah, which would be great. And again, we're still waiting for August six.
1: Synergy. <sighs> I'm just. Yeah. I'm,
2: um, I'm, I'm. I'm almost giving up hope here, but you know, <laughs> we'll see. Again, yeah. It's the fact that they're not making a big deal out of it is weird too. Yeah. I, yes. So I do wonder the, the, what um, it could be. And, and that's I, the
0: thing is that like what I was saying like a, a Fallout. They need something to to make the fans not hate
2: them for fallout 76 (laughs) right right and the uh opinions about starfield as well they need something to redeem themselves a little bit too i'll be honest i didn't
0: finish starfield as as good of a game as it was um it's it's one of those things where sometimes you just want simplicity in a game and it is very complicated
2: yeah i mean a lot of the again but a lot of the reviews about starfield were not very good right and that's why i was so hesitant I'm so hesitant to get it It's because I'm like I don't know I think um, you would
0: like it specifically Because Okay I know Especially as a D&D player Oh It yeah, is yeah. very very Involved If you were to get into Like like say if you are playing mm-hmm. Like a very deep uh, uh Campaign
2: in D&D Gotcha And I'm a like, big Like Elder Scrolls fan too, Yeah So I love it I'm sure Yeah
0: like this game is Very 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 involved Uh, Everything has Everything You can pick anything up Everything has a purpose, you know. Okay, um, good. I love it. All right, yeah. then
2: I'm totally gonna buy it. You know, I'm you like, have uh, to, the you, newest Zelda. Yeah, you, you,
0: you, <laughs> you have to manage. uh uh You have to manage your inventory. You have to like, you know, you actually have to go out and like mine for resources in order to Ooh. build certain things and all that. Like, Ooh, you know, right. there's a lot of resource management in the game and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna
2: do it. It sounds it sounds like Skyrim, so I'm yeah. I'm there.
0: You know, the fighting uh, is it's not bad, but at the same time. it's kind of like it's almost a pain in the ass as far as like when you like like like, take like destiny right or Mm -hmm. uh, obviously like a call of duty where like you know you can you can customize your weapons to your liking you don't really get that in this game like you get some you get some customization Mm -hmm. um, but it's like you're very limited on the things you can customize and like it's kind of a pain to like get to a set to to a point where you can customize things
2: oh I see you know I mean that's that's an Odd choice from Bethesda simply because Fallout was so into the customization. And, you know, Skyrim to a certain degree. It was very limited, I It may just be that I haven't gotten that far. Right, right. It could just be a, yeah. But there shouldn't be such a barrier to it either. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, I don't know. I worry that, I don't worry. I don't know. This might be a smaller release. That's why they're not making a big deal out of it. Right. It could be just a smaller thing or connected to a larger franchise, but just, oh, it's a little whatever. So, I don't know. We'll see. Right, right, right. All right.
1: So uh, well, that was our last news story. That was
0: it for the news, guys. So uh, let's let's move on to the, the 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 last segment we've got going on here, guys. Uh, it's time to break it down. Break it down. Woo.
1: And the graphics still have not been updated. <laughs> still haven't gone that far. Thanks, thanks, graphics department. Still waiting on the graphics right. department. <laughs> Season two of What If arrived amid the 2023 holiday season. The nine episodes were each released one a day at a time from December 22nd through December 30th. A third season has been greenlit, though no release date has been set. While some episodes are stronger than others, all of them find a creative way to explore their particular permutations of the multiverse. Haley Atwell's Captain Carter continues her run as the series' unofficial poster child. So what were you guys expecting? Thing i will say going something
2: sorry i will say something before we get into this yeah yeah please, please i please, have please. not finished this yet i need oh. <gasps> I the last two episodes so i'm going to duck out when we get there okay no, worries, no uh, worries man. Only because i don't want to get spoiled but what i've seen so far it's amazing yeah <laughs> i was no. expecting it to be to be really good this season is so good <laughs> Well, you know, we
1: don't have to cover this as like Easter eggs, you know, yeah. that we normally do. We can just talk mm. about it as a whole yeah. and talk about pieces that we liked. Yeah. Um, There mm. was certain episodes I liked over others. Um, right. Going back to what the what I was expecting out of the series, I think it took me in a different direction than I expected. And I like that kind of um, unpredictability yeah. that what if brings, you know, to, to the MCU storytelling. I, I like that. I didn't know that I didn't know that the Peggy Carter, you know, Captain Carter was like the like the through line for all mm-hmm. of this. Um, I didn't realize it, but after seeing it now, I'm like, you know what? Good for Peggy Carter. You know, good for Captain Carter. I like that character. So yeah. I'm super happy that they use that again.
0: What do you yeah, think? you no, no
2: I, I very much agree. I uh
0: I enjoyed this season. Uh not that I didn't enjoy the first season, but I enjoyed this season a little bit more. And I think Ooh. a lot of it also had to do with uh remember I I and and I've been very vocal about this. Uh I mentioned it last week too when we talked about like actually uh watching the episodes and everything. The pacing is so much better this season than it was last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last season it felt like a lot of things were just kind of rushed, you know. Right. And, and
2: I got that to a certain degree in some of them. I was I was mentioning to Frey that a lot of them feel like, oh, this should have been a movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like they're just kind of hitting very, you know, plot beats. But 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 right, right. And a so, lot of that is also
0: just because they're trying to, you know, take an entire storyline where they're changing something that happened in a movie and condensing that to a 30 minute episode.
2: Right, I feel like it'd almost be better if they were hour long, but I know that's a lot to animate and a lot to oh, yeah. bring right. out yeah, Yeah. Now, so especially with the low quality. Yeah. But...
0: Um. Not like to, to get into a couple things that were on there. Like you know, uh, I love the first episode. That kind of just brought me right into it because you get that kind of like film noir. Yeah. With that story, and I thought that that was amazing. I thought that that was really good storytelling, and it was like you know we're we're getting a different version of you know stories that we we haven't seen in in Marvel yet uh are, kind of like are you a, talking about
1: the nebula
0: one yeah i was gonna say it, it's it's uh our notes are, are saying like you know they compared it to blade runner it, it really does feel like a marvel version of blade runner a, uh, a lot
2: of these this season feel like adaptations of other properties in a way yeah yeah and, and i
0: love i love the amount of howard the duck that we
2: got in oh yeah that was great <laughs> It was great. So, no, I love, I love that. You know, um,
0: yeah, and then uh, I love the, there have been debates for a while about who would be in the Avengers if the Avengers were in the 80s and they answered that question. It's like, I thought that that was great. Yeah. You know, uh, again, talking about tropes. (laughs) God, man. We got we we literally got uh uh die hard in the MCU. In the MCU. It was, amazing. it was so good, you know. Um it just w- the the, the stories that they chose to tell this season were were masterful you know they were they were great it was very good uh now i know you haven't watched everything but there are a lot of callbacks uh in later episodes uh that fall back to things that happened earlier in the show that you're just kind of like oh okay didn't expect that callback to come to come in right here (laughs) well
1: you know it's it's like it's like they tell pockets of stories but you know peggy carter being the through line like you didn't I didn't expect certain early storylines to play into the the kind of finale yeah. of it. I didn't expect the way that ended up to be that. I mean, um some of the early ones like the first, I would say the first 3 or first 4, some of them actually felt a little throwaway until they connected again.
2: Yeah. Mm, so I see. yeah, I have not gotten to too many connections yet. Yeah.
1: But I, I liked I liked seeing um going back to the Nebula one like mm-hmm. seeing like a weird version of the Guardians kind kind of thing yeah. with Howard the Duck and Groot, you know, and kind of we, weirdly seeing characters, you know, in just in different ways. But uh the, the only person that was
0: out of place in that whole lineup uh was was Korg.
1: <laughs> yeah. Whoa lineup whoa uh, I, what I, just I, happened my I, phone's I, like oh Philippe's talking I, I don't know what happened there but no that uh, was that was my phone that just decided to have Philippe talk. Okay. Me. Uh
0: but like no like the only thing that was out of place was like like Korg and me because it's kind of like they were weren't on that planet (laughs) they they weren't on xandar at all so like why are they in this storyline as a bartender randomly you know uh, just because they're cosmic characters so it's like right
2: or they were associated with thor Ragnarok, so that they have to be there right and it's like probably the idea
0: they they kind of were on the other side of the galaxy so or like the like of the universe in general so it's kind of like right that one was the only thing that felt a little off was you know there's no explanation as to why they're on Xandar because this whole mm-hmm. story is supposed to be Xandar as if it were never destroyed, mm-hmm. right? Right? Uh, they made more sense in
1: one of the later storylines, right? Mm-hmm. So, should do what, what episode has been your favorite, and did you just watch it once?
2: I, I, I've watched everything once, okay. not, not everything, I've watched up until I just finished, like literally 30 minutes before I got on the show, uh, the Ten Rings one, gotcha. Okay, so, so you.
0: You literally only have two episodes left. Okay. I, I got it.
2: I literally have only two episodes left. It's going to so. be the
1: best
0: two episodes. It's going to be a fun out. <laughs> Oh it, watch, it all ties go in watch together. It, then go
2: watch
1: Echo. Yeah, it all ties Ooh, in together yeah. and it
0: is it is amazing, man. Uh that's actually what I'm gonna do after this uh we're we're done with show tonight is uh uh I'm gonna be editing and watching Echo. Nice.
1: So I will say this going back, because I watched some of the earlier ones a couple different times because they they weren't my favorites. So I was like, Am I missing something? And I went back and watched like the Nebula one and the Peter Quill one. I'm like, okay, I get a little bit more appreciation out of them. The Happy Hogan saves Christmas one. I'm still not not into and i was like i'm gonna love this one (laughs) but but i still don't like that one very much i don't know i I love that one process of elimination i I don't know right
0: i I love sam rockwell in general so i mean just yeah (laughs) i loved i love seeing sam rockwell come back and and play that character uh i mean i always come into what if uh with everything being anthology you know what i mean um it's kind of what i like about what if is it starts off as anthology and then slowly becomes a cohesive storyline by the end of the season Mm. right where like you know everything ties together at some point but not on purpose like they they write a story that incorporates everything from like the rest of the season mm-hmm. but for the most part it's it's meant to be an anthology series so you know it's right. the same way as the comics the comics were anthology standalone uh, uh stories that were what if this one thing were tweaked and it wasn't what you thought uh, what 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 it was in the mainstream storyline no?
2: mm-hmm. right it's it's really it's really interesting yeah um
1: <laughs> what um <clears throat> what has been your favorite episode that you've seen so far i'm trying to figure it out have you seen okay so you have two episodes left so you've seen the cohorty
2: one that was shockingly good yeah i i was i was i was was like okay you're introducing a new character oh whatever because you know what if really relied on oh this is this character but they're different or whatever you know yeah i i really liked it It, that may be my answer yeah because it was so different and it was kind of interesting for me in that um and I don't want to go too far into you know geopolitics and history and all of that I mean obviously that's what you're supposed to but uh from uh, seeing the story kind of a superhero story from the perspective of a culture I know nothing about yeah just very basic about like I know I know some things about Native American cultures but I didn't really know much about the Mohawk and it's really interesting to see their culture and right. their religion and and all of that being integrated into this mystical framework, into this insane mm-hmm. framework. And especially considering
0: the Mohawk in general have always been looked at as when when you when you look at like old West uh uh you know tropes on Native Americans mm-hmm. Mohawk the, the Mohawk were the ones that would uh scalp people. Right, exactly. Right. So that's why exactly. like like you look at like oh the only thing I know about the Mohawk is they you know when they when they kill someone in battle they scalp them but you don't don't know about like kind of their entire story, and I love that they didn't go up against the English; they went up
2: against the Spanish, which is way right. worse. You know, right, um, which again is is interesting, and that too. It's seeing, it's seeing. uh I don't want to say white people as as bad guys, but seeing the Spanish, Spanish are people. <laughs> people. Well, well, the Spanish white right. people. Well, Spanish are white people. I, I know. I'm just saying. I don't want to <laughs> do. A whole, yeah, it's it's interesting seeing white people as the bad guys. Yeah, so much in that it it is so much from their perspective. It's like, well, of course they are. Yeah, you know, and remember, I mean. I'm like, yeah, I agreed with that beforehand, but it's like, of course <laughs> they are. You 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 burnt a village to prove a point. Right. This this also you know? takes
0: place in the 15th century, which is you know this is Spanish Inquisition. This is exactly you know and Spain so trying to take, take over. Well, they're
2: devil worshippers. We got to murder them all. Right. It's just and getting into that, and yet they were still able to integrate all of the mythology and the whole the Fountain of Youth and all of that. Yeah. Our Queen about Like it's really it's the way that it both integrated so well into the. MCU and into real world history was mm-hmm. just astonishing. I like I loved it. I yeah, I I that may be my favorite. Uh for, you know, if, for, if you uh, love uh, Kahori, just throw this out uh, there. If the you loved, one. If, if, really, if, you, if you love Kahori, you mm-hmm. are going
0: to love the season finale. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, good, good. Um, my other one is the Grandmaster one. It's one of those two. God, that episode uh,
0: was so funny. Uh it felt like uh uh what, what was what was the old Hannah barbera cartoon the uh the wacky ridge racers. Yeah. It felt like wacky ridge racers with Marvel characters.
1: Yeah. And the Tony Stark in that was great. Oh, what's the name of the actor that plays uh Tony in that? Um I I forgot but he was great. It, he yeah. you know, it didn't sound exactly like you know Robert Downey Jr., but the the get the
2: nuances down. Tony oh, it Stark, was great. He has kind there. of the improv down. Yeah, yeah. he um, definitely
0: gets the nuances of of Robert Downey Jr.'s performance down. Uh, it's great. it's it's I mean, yeah, it's obviously not Robert Downey Jr. You can kind of tell in the voice a little bit if you're like listening to it, but he really does get that feeling down. Uh, and it's 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 a really good job. It's the same as the actor that plays uh, Steve Rogers. You know, gets that that.
2: That, yeah. that feeling down like feeling um, Chris Evans the other one and this is a probably recency bias but the of one was really good too. <laughs> yeah yeah well I like, mean
1: if you get Kate Blanchett
2: you might as well oh, it's it's gonna be good it,
1: it's gonna be good
2: um yeah I love and I love that that was also a exploring a different culture and it was you know it kind of wasn't really retelling Shang-Chi because it was still in that in that era so no it was really interesting and it was like hey let's combine Shang-Chi and Thor 1 together and then Thor Oh, and a bunch of other stuff, and it was it was great. Yeah. So and yeah, and it, as it says in the little description we have here, it is very much a character study about oh, you know, how Hella could have been different in general, and what her what she was like before we saw her in Wagner.
1: I think the whole but the fight scene with with Odin, oh, dope. But yeah, so the good. whole Editing. finding the ten rings was a little misleading. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She doesn't
0: actually find the ten rings. She finds, she yeah. finds the bearer of the ten rings. Yeah, well, you know, like, maybe
2: ten. Rings was supposed to mean the organization, not the actual. Yeah, artifact, I guess. Yeah, I but- guess do that i don't know it's like hey what if hella found win woo i, I don't know people might yeah. know remember who win woo is that may be Ex- it, yeah found... exactly exactly i yeah. think it should have been what if hella found morris but you know <laughs> morris dude that's you that's know what was literally what it was? is
1: you know what my favorite episode was was huh? um captain carter fought the hydra stomper okay so i yeah. love that steve becomes the winter soldier essentially yes yes and you weren't expecting it,
2: no, at all. I I had a suspicion that they were like, "Why are you so blindly trusting him here?" Yeah, to- I, I actually, I okay, so like, I did like that. Mm, I'm not sure about that because it's Steve. Come on, yeah, now. but it's Steve that we've already established wants to murder her, and so I'm like, eh, that was yay. before. That was before. It's
0: it's no, because yeah. the whole thing is that she he's he's brainwashed to the point where he's able to convince her that he's not brainwashed, and it's like, yeah, no, I'm still brainwashed, and, and like that's- you know.
2: Terrifying.
0: It really is, especially when you have, I, I guess it's Steve Rogers is not that big of a deal when he's just regular ass little Steve Rogers, but he's essentially in an Iron Man suit. He's in a, he, right. yeah. not an Iron Man suit. I'm sorry. He is in a he is in a crossover Iron Monger and Hulkbuster suit. Yeah, right. Exactly. I,
1: and I like how they phrase that, like, we can't remove him from it. Like we uh it's what's keeping him alive. Yeah. Alive right now. Like, oh, he is stuck. Like, and that's one of those, you know, tragic stories that keeps happening happening to to uh steve rogers and, and peggy carter like they get so close to having their dreams or or what they're actually yearning for in life but it gets ripped
2: away right and the whole that was you know the symbology of the base being this artificial town yeah too, was just freaky was freaky but it was also like hey this is the life we could have had yeah and yet it's totally this horror story yeah yeah it yeah. was just yeah but another good, another good episode for
1: movie. for peggy carter it was great so nice i can't episode. wait till you see the last two episodes because yeah me you're either. gonna get so much out of those two <laughs> so um oh yeah you haven't seen 1602
2: it's gonna be great so. 1602 <laughs> is a really
0: yeah. good episode uh but again the season
1: finale is also
0: really good too so
2: i i'm excited for 1602 uh, how much of a history nerd i am and yeah. how much did I got you read the books the
0: did you read neil, neil gaiman's 1602 nope never
2: did oh it's so good yeah, man the But
1: good because you know,
0: for when I hear you,
2: okay. So, I'm sure, and my mother already knows this, so if he's not going to murder me, but if you guys want to come murder me, you can. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was never really a comics person (laughs) Uh, before the MCU happened, I'm still not, so yeah, totally okay. Totally okay. I'm just using Frey. (laughs) Well, you know,
1: I'm not a big gamer, so I, but there's some stuff that interests me when we talk about it, you know. So
2: most most of the uh, most of the nerdy interests I have, besides specific things, uh, were Frey. Frey was a gamer before I was. Right. He was a comic book nerd, and she was a film nerd, and whatever. So I credit most of it to her.
1: Yes, and uh, and we're gonna blame her that you haven't seen the last two episodes. So <laughs> I don't know why we blame right. your mom. All right, guys, we need ratings. Let's rate it up to. What? What you think
0: where, wherever you are in, yeah in, so uh, should do okay. up to episode seven i believe what uh what is your rating for the show, uh, up
2: all? to episode eight i believe or what hold on is there 10 episodes there's, there's nine episodes no.
0: there's nine episodes total there's so, so yes, seven, seven episodes seven. up yeah
2: um okay so so far i am going to give it oh. Hmm. I'm going to give it eight. Yes. Uh, eight. Hmm, trying to think of something clever. Eight. <laughs> uh, eight tacos on a vibranium shield. Right? Uh, Happy Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Okay. I,
0: I didn't even put two and two together. He is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> out of. They say it in the
2: episode. That's he does. I, I remember that uh, now. But... Out of nine, let my people go. Uh, there you go.
1: What do you give it, Jamez? I want to give this. Um. I want to say eight, too. There was some, there's a couple early episodes that I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling this. But I love, overall, I love the series and I love what it brings to the MCU. So I will give this um, eight vibranium Captain Carter shields out of ten rings. Come on, guys. It's right there. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten, rings.
2: ten golden rings. Oh, oh. oh, sorry. How a- about you, Philippe? I'm going to give this uh,
0: nine obvious Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde references. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Out of ten badass brand new characters uh, who were
2: created by the Tesseract, mm. um, I just thought of what my my other one should have been, or not the other episode, but like my other uh, rating should have been. Odin's a fascist. Oh. Odin's <laughs> a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Odin is a fascist. Yes, he oh. li- he literally
0: is. Mm, that's uh, and uh, and and modern fascism is actually based
2: on Odin. So yep, there's a lot <laughs> so- of paganism there, and it's not the good not the good kind yeah (laughs) not the good kind of paganism that i'm into
1: so how do you think this is going to affect the rest of the mcu we already know we're getting a season three Mm -hmm. but do you think any of this carries over into the mcu somehow
2: maybe maybe i i think the way it is mostly going to carry over is the kind of uh depth we get with some of the characters is that it's a it's a situation of these alternate characters kind of always always in the ones we know Mm -hmm. and so we do get more insight into their philosophies and all of that and, oh they could have been this if they had done this but they kind of always had this motivation yeah. so it's yeah yeah i think it's more about the insight we're gonna do these characters i don't know we might get something to do with Kahori. i could see that um
1: i i'm on along the line same lines too it's like it was almost an experiment and it worked. And right. what are we gonna do? How do we get cohorty into the MCU or on live action somehow and see what happens? Exactly. You know, whether she's she gets this, she gets another episode in season three. She um she um gets her own comic book line. Like what, what are we gonna mm. do with Cohorty?
2: Right. Well, I- we might get another thing, we might get more Hell of the White as well. Yes, yes. I think simply because uh there's more story there. Yeah. And so it may be a similar situation where oh, we got a Captain Carter sequel or whatever. I mean obviously started as a multiverse or whatever, but we got a Captain Carter sequel. And maybe we'll get in season three a hello sequel or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh we're definitely gonna get more Kahodi just because there's been a lot of good reception for Cahote. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think that I think Marvel already had the plan where it was like if they get good reception, mm-hmm. we're probably gonna start writing books for this. Uh I think that with the nature of the, of her powers. Her, the way the character is uh mm-hmm. we may see her show up in the mcu we may see her show up in uh avengers comic books uh here in the near future just because again mm. when i say the nature of her character she's technically immortal so i mean
2: yeah no, no that's yeah. a good point she is immortal mm-hmm. she is another character who has this immense amount of power which is a whole issue in and of itself but she's a great character yeah well the thing yeah. is,
0: is with because the, the tesseract has uh has made it to where they
2: don't age right exactly because the yeah, space term. right so yeah anyway
1: <laughs> my uh, my other prediction is i know we're going to get her in marvel zombies but season three we're going to get kamala khan somehow yeah. i think mm. she's going to be involved in 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 the I series
2: somehow hope in season three we get deadpool yes
1: oh look at you that's a good pull we World
2: need that's good we pull. need
0: wade i know right we need wade to show up in all of the uh, like we need him to be equivalent to captain carter i don't want to say like replace he... captain carter but we need like wade to be
2: in like every episode because i want Right. to be, like, right there with the watcher. Yes. Right there with the Watu.
0: I, I just want... And the whole thing is, I, I want there to be a no explanation, and I want Uatu to just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just shows up. He just shows up. Like, I, I want Uatu to be, like, explaining something, and Wade just, like, kind of walks <laughs> in like, with, like, popcorn. And then you just go, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Wade just walks in with popcorn, but he can't eat the popcorn. He's just, like, throwing it at his mask. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's just walking in, like, oh, what... what, what are, so, so you're telling them that... Who the hell are you? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know no, how I ended up here. Good. This is just okay. all right. <laughs> so I'll I let don't... you guys work that one out. I honestly don't know. know how I ended up here. I uh, was just I, I, I was talking to this guy right here, and, and like fourth wall breaking at the same time. Like yeah. I was talking to him, and or I was talking to them, and all of a sudden I saw you, and I was just like, okay, well, <laughs> I want
1: a snack, so. <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy sitting in a tree? <laughs> he just sits there. Uh, my my last prediction. My last yes. prediction is um, we're getting season three. Um, we're also gonna be getting merch, people. Ooh! We got merch. Hold on, Ooh. people. <laughs> we got hat for thirty five dollars. A- hold on, hold on. We a- got
0: hat, people. We got hat, people. <laughs>
1: Or if you can find one in another uh multiverse, we'll sell it to you each for thirty dollars. So um whether it's galaxy gray or 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 I don't know, bold blue. I don't know, who knows what uh, what's out there in the multiverse. Anyway, we also have shirts. Get your shirts. We got the logo shirt, we got the character shirt. Uh DM us at distance nerding on Instagram. Let us know what size you need. They're 20 bucks or 25 if we gotta ship it to you. Get multiple ones. They look, they look, they both look great. You know, I, I
0: love great. that James didn't remember the name of the product that he made which one is <laughs> like so galaxy gray and baller black i was trying to think of
1: a multiverse blue one <laughs> You but but you,
0: you said Galaxy Black. That's why I was like, okay. Oh. Anyways,
1: <laughs> if you want more shirts, uh, go to Lucharillas.com. I'm popping it into the chat Ooh. as we speak. And check out the Distance nerd to rilla He looks they so angry. All the Look at him. He just looks so angry. That's how yeah. I feel when <laughs> Philippe corrects me. <laughs> Um, and then we got some scheduling. That's right. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, our
0: schedule, uh, the the shows and the things that we do, uh, on Monday. We've got game streams from eight to twelve. Lately I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh we are getting to the end game of Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, and, and getting towards the end of that. Uh we're also playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh finally got all the stuff working. I figured out why uh the games weren't streaming correctly. Uh and it's because uh uh, Xbox has a 4K button that automatically upconverts everything to 4K if you are on a 4K monitor and the streaming uh, card doesn't support 4K so it, that's everything. Else. I see. So I just have to turn off upconvert to 4K and it works. Um, but uh, that's that's the games right there. Now I have been periodically jumping on and playing uh, Call of Duty just randomly on, nice. on stream so you guys can catch me uh, just playing Call of Duty and uh, we've actually been getting a whole bunch of followers while I've been doing that too so it's been fun
1: it was so hectic you never stop moving in call of duty no you do you do not
0: it's it is not the uh thinking man's game like all the other games that i play like this is more call of duty is more reactionary it's more how fast can you react to the crazy things that are going on and james came in the last stream he came in at the perfect moment because i was playing one of the most hectic maps in the game so it's like constant action all the time it's you're being shot from every direction you're uh you know it's it's a very small four corners map and there's very mm. little places to hide so if you go like, you're just always being shot so it's just like it's finding the strategy and like surviving that map and it's really hard mm. but still mm. um yeah it, with that right there uh Tuesdays uh from 6 30 to 8 30 uh, or 6 32 whenever we finish is uh <laughs> the show you're watching right now or listening to right now the download uh where we talk news rumors uh trailer reactions reviews Easter egg breakdowns fun stuff like that guys uh mm-hmm. we will continue and continue to do that thursdays the build from six to eight uh we talk with uh fun people anywhere from celebrities to uh comic book artists comic book guests uh pretty soon we're going to be having uh you know filmmakers and uh uh show runners for an CO company and uh famous comic people book. that have
1: shook hands with a rock right Come uh, on, fa- man.
0: famous comic book creators like Melissa Flores. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to name drop there. Yeah, I did. Melissa Flores is going to be on in two weeks. I'm excited for that. Uh, So... I'm hell of excited. I'm excited. You know who got super juiced when I told him that Melissa was coming on the show? Who? Matt. Matt, uh, Matt Aguilar. That's Ooh. awesome. Yeah. So Matt Aguilar, because he was talking about her, because uh, she just did a uh, Spider-Gwen run. And uh, and and he was talking about her on uh, on the new Comic Book Nation, uh, the comic book show mm-hmm. that they just started doing. Mm. Uh, and he was like, yeah, Melissa Flores just came out with this Spider-Gwen run, and it is amazing, and I'm loving it right now. And I like text him as soon as I listened to the episode and was like, dude, Melissa Flores is coming on the show. In like 2 weeks and goes "bullshit."
1: <laughs> so so, That's awesome! <laughs> so super excited for that. Um, hey, maybe you hook him up and be like, "Hey, Melissa, that was a great interview. Can you maybe do an interview with a friend of ours and you get him an interview?" And then how then, happy is he going to
0: be? And then maybe he can start getting us interviews because you've seen some of the interviews he's done, right? Yeah, yeah. He's interviewed yeah. some people that I I would wish to interview on my on my best day. But I mean, yeah, yeah. But with that all being said, ladies and gentlemen, that is our schedule. Uh, oh, again, sorry, six to eight on the Thursdays uh, where we talk. With fun people I build Lego on stream uh and uh and you know maybe we might get a bracket or a top 10 in there mm-hmm. uh, and talk about that kind of fun stuff
1: awesome liam yes should do give us give us some some pluggables give us where we can find you besides earth 616 you know where, <laughs> else, where else can we find you
2: yes I am ssG studios here on YouTube and on Instagram I do short films music and other nerdy stuff I am also on Fre's channel we have a little series called classified where we take your favorite podcast Culture characters and place them into their respective D&D classes mm-hmm. we also have a companion series called journal of the classes where we go through each of the D&D classes and their subclass we have a new episode of journal of the classes the first of 2024 uh it'll be coming out on Friday it is on paladin so that'll be really fun paladin oh, okay, is my cool. favorite class so that is my class as well nice uh I am also in the world of warcraft well. that
0: was
1: my favorite class <laughs>
0: What, were you a paladin in World of Warcraft? Heck yeah. Nice. And his name uh, was Adobo. Yeah. What, his name was Adobo? Yeah. That's that's hella funny, dude. Uh, dwarf paladin. Oh, dwarf nice. paladin. Oh, man. Nice. My uh, my character in D&D, and I lost the sheet, so if I ever start playing D&D oh, no. again, I've got to rebuild this character. Um, mm. But he was a half-orc paladin. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very, very, I mean, very hey, difficult you know, character to play. I'd always be
2: happy to, to run a game for you or something. Yeah. It's a very, yeah.
0: very, very difficult character to play because you're- <laughs> fighting nature against nurture right so
2: right and it's yeah who was who his um patron oh paladine nice right
0: so you, nice. you you pray to the god you pray to paladine for uh for guidance in battle right and i would, I, and I would always is. get uh i would always get my, my, my dm would always give me extra um extra uh, class points mm-hmm. because before every battle i would i, I would pay for uh, i would pray for guidance before before a fight so that right. i would uh so, so that i would fight righteous and true mm. and not uh and not succumb to my uh, to my nature and my anger. <laughs>
2: my my first paladin i don't want we could we need to get through this but my first paladin was a uh was like really pious and then came to realize that the god he was worshiping was evil oh man who's who's his god uh it was a homebrew thing okay from somebody else but it was well it was that and then he realized he was also the god he had been worshiping or one of the gods he had been worshiping uh he was kind of his son in a way oh so he was a demigod he, he was a demigod exactly okay so it was it was really interesting in this all the drama and everything so he kind of went from lawful to chaotic good at some so
1: point so he was Percy Jackson.
0: kind
2: of kind of oh, it was, God. It was a, yeah it was have a you, you so, haven't started watching it yet, huh i have not i'm going to probably tomorrow i watched so.
0: episode four yesterday it was amazing dude you have to you i i want specifically i want your take I, on the show I Need to watch it i yeah. need
2: to because that was my childhood um anyway i'm also in the distant starting sphere i am on the download on tuesdays as you can see the build on thursdays i will not be on this thursday but normally i'm on the build on thursdays Uh, I'm also on Kaiba Cave Productions for the Saturday Morning Nerd Out, and now The New Order as well.
1: Woo! Ooh, so nice. So nice. I like that. All right. That is good. All right. Have something you want to discuss? Tell us what you're nerding out on, and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group, the Distance Nerdington Post. Now, ladies and
0: gentlemen, I say it every week. You guys know you can do it. All you got to do is head over to, uh, if you want to support us the best way you can, you can head over to distancenerding.com and click on that button. At the top, it says join the taco party because, ladies and gentlemen, you can join the taco party. <laughs> That's right. So when you join the taco party, you buy us a taco. Uh, that makes it so that way we, we can continue to do all the fun stuff with you guys for you guys. We can we can get better prizes. Um, we can have, make sure Shadu doesn't drop everything all over his bedroom. Uh, we can, uh, you know, <laughs> we can, uh, uh, you know, again, it, it makes it so that we can do more shows and more fun things for you guys. We can do more events and stuff like that. And, of course, another way that you can support us now if you head over to Twitch if you're watching us on Twitch right now uh, or if you head over to Twitch you can subscribe on Twitch Uh, once we hit 10 subscribers on Twitch I'm giving away a Lego Batman Bat Cycle and it's not the little rinky dink toy you know action figure one it is the one from the Batman the $50 one nice I'm giving away away a good kit right Uh, but all you guys got to do is subscribe to Distance Nerding Uh, and remember guys if you have twitch prime if you're a prime member you know you could subscribe to us using twitch prime twitch prime yeah twitch gives you uh uh gives you a subscription every month so you can use that right there guys So thing i think like about, it thing to think about uh so <laughs> I yes <laughs> So that that is that is it from us, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you can connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, threads, YouTube, Discord, MySpace, Vine, Geocities, Friendster, Second Life, AIM, Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, OnlyFans. It's only pictures of Aaron Watson's feet and mandels and the beard. It's I'm weird, sexy. but it's sexy at the same time for some reason. Uh, and of course, if you'd like us to break up with your boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, pet, schoolyard bully, annoying neighbor, or just tell us how much you enjoy us, hate us, or... Or wish the internet would completely consume us and spit us out at the feet of the gods themselves. When I say the gods, I mean uh, Odin and Loki and uh, and Thor and Hella and Balder. Don't forget and, about Balder. And Balder, Balder, Balder. <laughs> you can send us an email at
1: dist. I bet you want to break up with a with a pet. I bet it was a cat.
2: Yeah. Well, the, no. I mean, it must
1: be so hard to break no, up. No, the, with
2: the a cat. cat would break up with you. Exactly. That that's the, the right. It's the cat. Yeah, so it'd be a cat calling in that wants to break up with their human. A cat call.
1: It's a cat okay. call. Right.
2: Cat it, call. Is li- it is. It li- is. Let's. It's literally a cat call. Yeah. I
1: like
2: it. Like meow, 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 meow.
0: You have meow. <laughs> you, you have. You have me meow. I have you meow. <laughs> <laughs> and snerting at aol.com uh and we will read your email on the air on the show uh if we suddenly get an influx of emails hey maybe we'll do an extra show where we just read the emails
1: there it is so there
0: we there go it all right it is. so ladies and gentlemen that is it from us uh it is now time for the dance party uh let us get this going production of the distance nerding podcast and time for tacos media for more content follow us on facebook instagram twitter twitch youtube and tiktok all at distance nerding if you enjoy our content please leave us a review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thanks and keep nerding together